May I have your attention, please? The following program may contain material some listeners might find offensive. In fact, in this current age of political correctness and hypersensitivity, we can pretty much guarantee it. So, if there is even the slightest chance you think you might be offended, please do us all a favor and switch to the elevator music station and leave us the hell alone so we can get back to having some real fun. Thank you. Welcome, everybody, to the UK's number one pro wrestling talk show, The Ministry of Slam. Starting things off a little bit differently this week. Uh, I thought we just need to explain some things first. Andy's looking at me quizzically because I didn't tell him that we were doing this. No, you didn't. You've heard the new theme. Yes. Uh, it's an awesome theme. It is. But I wanted to, to just sort of do a little bit of a backstory on, on why we've got a brand new theme to the show and, and the story about it. Uh, first of all, everyone is listening. Got a lot of people who are listening to the show not in our chat room. Head over to xat.com forward slash MOS live, uh, or you can follow the links from the front page of our website, ministryofslam.com, and uh, interact with lots of other listeners. Um, as you know, if you uh, if you heard this, the, uh, the show last week, it's been heavily rumoured and uh, pretty much 99.9% confirmed that Monday Night Raw is to have a new intro theme, that being Burn It to the Ground by Nickelback, which we've been using for some time Yes, as our, as our intro theme. Um, before we use Burn It to the Ground, do you know what one we used for a few weeks and people said they wanted it changed, they liked Nickelback better? It was... Um Oh, wasn't it the guest host of Raw this past week? Yeah, it Ozzy was Osborne. Ozzy Osbourne. I don't want to stop. Once again, this week on Monday Night Raw, what video do they show? I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. Ozzy Osbourne performing on Monday Night Raw. There we go. So or was it on SmackDown? I can't even remember. But again, they're using our ideas. Later on tonight, we also have, uh, as again, as we previewed for the last few weeks and, and mentioned, we're going to be having the Ministry of Slam Year End Awards. Going to be talking about them. What happens this week? We go on to WWE.com and they're, ironically enough, bringing back the Slammies at the end of the year. Wow. You know, it's the first time they've done it as a year-end thing. Normally they do it at WrestleMania, that kind of time, but no, they're doing it at the end of the year. Um, starting to get a bit pissed off with this, WWE stealing all of our ideas. Now, of course, as we mentioned, we have got a new theme. We're going to be talking about uh, that in just a minute and, and playing it to you guys. Uh, and if WWE steals this theme for Monday Night Raw... Good on him. And these, you know, it's going to give uh, the band that's playing our theme a, a lot of good exposure. So there you go. It's great. So, so we'll us, challenge him. So tell us a little bit about this theme then, because who is it? Is well, it, no, no, no. Is it, you, you're jumping the gun here, because what oh. I want to do first is um, touch on some of the other themes that we were going to use first. Okay. See, I wanted something. Uh, first of all, I thought about something like quite funky and um you know something that's instantly recognizable something that we could uh we could use that, that everyone would know all right so this is what i was going to do first As a lot of you will know, that's the uh, the pinball song from uh, from Sesame Street, which again is quite funky. Four, and you know it's good. I listen to the steel drums in the background. That's funky. No, that's good. You, you, you don't want that one. No, no, no. Please. Okay. Next up, as um, some of you will know, I quite like watching uh, Merlin on BBC. Uh, yeah. For those of you in the states, it's an awesome show on BBC Worldwide. Yeah, I oh, was it on there as well. It's on there as well. Okay, so you can get it overseas technically if you've got the right. 
uh, satellite service. Or if you've got an internet connection. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, something that's, uh, you know, dramatic and orchestral and builds, you know, something really cool, I thought would be would be good. So, um, you know, for a while I was stuck on that and then I thought, you know, it's not going to happen. But I'll, I'll give you a, a quick preview of how the new Ministry of Slam theme was going to go uh, up until earlier this week. See, it's dramatic and it, it, it kind of builds and it, it's good. No, it's good. You're, you're no. not happy with it, are you? No. Okay. Can All right the then. NCIS I will. Um, what? What about the NCIS theme? That would have worked. Yeah, yeah, that could work. I don't want to bore. I mean, I, I've gone with the two most popular ones that, that we were we were toying with. Yeah. But then. Uh, we decided we were, we were going to go a bit more, uh, you know, in our style. The um, you know, we like the rock music at the beginning of the show. It, it sets the the whole tone up for the show. And um, approached a local band. They're based here in Bournemouth. They're called Voodoo Vegas. Check them out at voodoovegas.com. Uh, they've got a, a, a song which they're uh, it's called So Unkind. Uh, music video being released for it this week. Uh, which we are going to be uh, we'll plugging, giving you a lot more details about that later. And uh, spoke to those guys, and we've done an edit of one of their songs, "So Unkind," and that is the new Ministry of Slam theme. And uh, so, I digress. We'll we'll get to the song right now. Let us know what you think in the chat room. And uh, this is going to be the Ministry of Slam theme from Voodoo Vegas. Check them out, at voodoovegas.com. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Ministry. Loud noises! Of slam. Are you out of your fucking mind? Slag. <laughs> now, with 75% more profanity than other wrestling talk shows. There are two things you can do about it. That's nothing. I like it. Shit. What was it? <laughs> Politically incorrect. I will now bring you one of the greatest virtuosos of our time. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. there we go voodoo vegas and uh, that's so unkind and uh, as we said new video going to be debuting uh this week we'll be getting to that a little bit later on and, and giving you details about how you, how you can see when it's launched the first uh first day of that new video and uh, from what i've seen so far preview we've had sneak preview it looks pretty awesome uh we'll give you some more details about that a bit later on and uh Playing at a local music venue to us, Mr. Kipps. Yep. We're going to be seeing them on the 9th of December live. Oh, yeah, cannot wait. They are going to be a great band. Looking forward to seeing them live in Unleashed. Exactly. And once again, thank you to uh, Voodoo Vegas for letting us use their uh, their song, So Unkind, as the new theme and the permanent theme now for the Ministry of Slam. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Right, what have we got coming up this week? We've got lots of stuff. We do. we got more on the Hogan news. Yeah, more Hogan news. Uh, Dixie Carter addresses the TNA talent. 
a very weird opening to TNA Impact. It was a very weird opening to TNA Impact. Just like basically saying, we know you don't like it, but fuck you. You can leave if you don't like it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it basically said, if you want to go to events, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kazarian was in the similar sort of frame of mind apparently earlier in the week. Yes, we'll get onto that a bit more later. We will. We got more news on the year-end awards. We have. Which uh, you have now affectionately called the... No, I, I, I've renamed them, right, because I thought, okay... WWE's got the Slammies. We're not going to steal their name because that's not what we do. We're not WWE. We don't steal shit from other people. Um, and we wanted something that sort of incorporates the name. And, you know, we've got min- we're Ministry of Slam. We can't have Slammies because that's what WWE does. We don't want to steal that. Yeah. Uh, ministries? No, that sounds a bit stupid. So the uh, 2009 year-end awards, and in fact, every year-end award uh, that we're doing uh, for the foreseeable future... They're going to be called the Streamies. The Streamies. Yeah, because Ministry Streamies. It's good. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, I, 2009 I, Streamies. Uh, we, <laughs> it's good. We got all the categories. Tonight, you're going to be finding out who is in the categories, uh, who you can nominate for. And also, don't forget um, the big ones that kick off in January. Not ours, but the Wrestling Radio Awards. Uh, yes. We need your support in that, guys. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, that, that's the, the sort of big... That's like the Oscars for wrestling radio, basically. And, uh, you know, we've won some of them before. We want to get some more this year. Uh, they're accepting nominations currently, but uh, they haven't announced any categories or anything like that just yet. So we will uh, keep you guys updated on that one. Right, first up, mm-hmm. I want to touch on something. Do you know that uh, Candice Michelle is pregnant? Is she? Yes. No, I didn't know that. If you go to our website, CandiceMichelle.com, she is pregnant, she's announced this past week. It's not mine. Um, despite the fact she uh, did flirt with me on the show a couple of years back. And, you know, I was very, very happy about that. Yeah, but so did Missy Hyatt. So did Missy Hyatt, yeah. Yeah. You're glad that never paid off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. she did basically denied all knowledge of it when we talked to her earlier in the year. Anyway, um, so we, we've got... Uh, but you do have the video evidence. Yeah, well, yeah, it is on, it is on DVD. What the hell is a website loading up with a bull, a hippo type thing? That's Candice. She's put on a bit of weight since she's been (laughs) pregnant. Anyway, um, okay, the statement from uh, Candice. As I promised, I'd be releasing a surprise today on my website. Many have been questioning, is it TNA overseas or reality TV? Well... It is option D, none of the above. I'm very excited to be entering a new chapter in my life. I'm pregnant. Uh, My due date is in May. I was so excited when I found out I wanted to tell everyone it's been so hard for me to hold it in. What the baby? Uh, However, I wanted to be the one to share the news with everyone and not have it be a rumour since it's so dear to my heart. Yeah, and she carries on to say, I'm still with GoDaddy. Is they very happy for me? Not sure what the future holds. <laughs> GoBaby.com. But I think it will make some great GoDaddy-esque moments. Yeah. I'll be out of the ring for a bit, but like I always tell everyone, never say never. I have uh, some other things coming up that I will keep you all posted on. I don't think so, stupid. <laughs> so Candice Michelle is having a baby candy. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. Damn yeah. it. It's, that means um, this guy's mind. That's what? That means Velvet Sky is mine, because Candice Michelle was like one of the hottest women in wrestling. True. Closely followed by Velvet Sky. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or um, Love. No, I mean, uh, is, is Velvet Sky still single? Yes. Cool. I think she's on my list. And she's coming to Bournemouth. On your list? Yeah, my list. Who else? Well, Kelly and I list? have three people on, on a list, okay? She has her list, I have my list. And if... Uh, anyone on that list ever like turns up and says like oh I desperately want to sleep with you you you're allowed to do it 
with Who no repercussions. Is on your list? I'm intrigued now. We see it. It it, it changes depending on the day. <laughs> you mean you haven't um, got it like laminated like Chandler from Friends did? No, 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 no. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll get to that. I need to sit down and think about it because it does change. I haven't clarified my top three for a while, but Velvet Sky is definitely on it. Possibly she, Tiffany. Yeah, Tiffany. Not the eighties pop star, but yeah, Tiffany from ECW. Yeah, Tiffany's good. She's got new theme music as well. Has she? Yeah. Uh, did what is it? Something that she's they've stolen from us again. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's a square circle theme song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, again as we touched on at the beginning of the show, Dennis Miller is confirmed to guest host Raw on December fourteenth in Corpus Christi, Texas. He will host the Slammy Awards during a special three hour show. Um, can I ask a question? Go on. Who the hell is Dennis Miller? No, I do. I have heard of the guy. He's um, US TV personality. All right. Um, all right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google him. I, d- I haven't got a clue who he is, but I do know that this Monday on Raw is Ricky Hatton. Yeah. Which will be good. The Hitman, Ricky Hatton, and if they make him walk out to Bret Hart's Hitman music, oh, don't. That would just be insulting to the Hitman. The Dennis Miller show is um, a radio show online. Actually, he's a stand-up comedian. He's a sports commentator. Uh, weekdays, ten a.m. to one p.m. Eastern. Interesting. Oh, Bubba. and guess what? Hulk Hogan was on the show on Friday, plugging his book. Maybe he won't be hosting money. Oh, have you have you found out who's hosting November sixteenth Raw? Who? You know the one that they were rumoring it was going to be Hogan from Madison Square Garden? Oh, right, yeah. It's now confirmed it's Rowdy Roddy Piper. Sweet. So what better way of getting somebody to co-host Raw that was the arch enemy of Hulk Hogan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the hot rod. Well, you can imagine how the conversation went. It's like, uh, Roddy, you know how much you hate Hulk Hogan? <laughs> well, instead of hosting Monday Night Raw, he's gone to TNA. So do you want to do it just to stick to Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Roddy Piper, he's from Scotland, don't you know? Ah. Anyway. He's not. He's <laughs> from Charlotte. Thank you. No, he's not. What are you talking about? Roddy Piper's not from Scotland. He's from Glasgow, Scotland, he's as not, they always say. He's not from Scotland. Where's he from? Well, he's got a little bit... He might be, but he's got a little bit of Scottish... <laughs> <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper, the Scottish wrestler that comes out in a kilt, is from where? Scotland. <laughs> And as they always say on WWE, he's from Glasgow, Scotland. Yeah, they do, actually, yeah. I've never seen a Glasgow yet in my life. At least he didn't come from Edinburgh. What's, what's up with Edinburgh? Well, no, I couldn't work out how the WWE would announce it. Edinburgh. Yep, that, that, would, that would work. Yeah, that'll do it. Anyway, oh dear. Um, <laughs> moving on. Ozzy Osbourne this week on Raw. What did you think? Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> it was terrible. Okay. It was absolutely... Sharon Osbourne is about the most uncharismatic bitch you could ever imagine. Yeah. And Ozzy Osbourne's completely stoned to hell. He doesn't even know what he's doing. Do you know what pissed me off, right? What? Well, first of all, it, it starts off, and if you watch it, the crowd are really loud at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And we're like, wow, this is going to be good. You've got Ozzy Osbourne, the crowd are really pumped. It's going to be a good roar. Um, Ozzy just sat there in the ring, staring into the camera like a zombie for about two minutes. And you're thinking, yeah. oh, God, this is so uncomfortable. Please cut his music and get him on the mic please and he's just sat there with the music playing and he's uh, just staring into this mic and then Sharon uh, gets on the, the mic camera yeah and she can't even pronounce the names right no Koki yeah Evan Braun yeah that, well, that was Ozzy who did that but uh, yeah she, she gets on the mic and uh, when Miz makes his entrance she keeps doing that really thing yeah 
And, you know, that just... And it, so she, she kept jumping in and, and stopping The Miz. And The Miz, you know, he's a pain in the ass and he's annoying, but he's good at what he does on the mic. He's entertaining. It all seemed really forced. Yeah. The whole guest host thing with the Osbournes. It was a shame because if any guest host should have been interesting, it should have been the Osbournes. Mm. But, you know, Sharon's really making herself out to be bigger than what she is. And yeah. considering the fact she was only his manager for God's sake exactly i mean she's got i mean ozzy is ozzy basically you've got sharon osborne who you know came to fame in in the the series who's been his manager for years obviously there's the um x factor judge so yeah don't do the music that's not our new theme don't worry about it um and then you know he she's she's had the you know the fame from that and uh so they're, they're both pretty big stars and the way it launched Monday Night Raw, you thought, okay, it's going to be all about them, which is good. You've actually got big stars doing the um, doing the guest hosting, mm. people that that the the fans actually care about. And you know, first of all, the Miz comes out. Like, okay, fair enough. Little skip between um, Sharon and Ozzy and the Miz. Yeah. yeah. Then Legacy come out. Then Big Show comes out. Then DX comes out, and it's just too much. Why are you? Then Legacy come out. Yeah, I said legacy. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Um, I, you've got the whole two-hour program for the wrestlers. Can't you just let Ozzy and Sharon entertain? You know, we see these guys every single week. We don't yeah. see Ozzy and Sharon at all. Let's just, you know, change it up a little bit and and have them on the screen. But then the the um, X Factor thing. Oh, that they the American audition. The Britain's the, got talent thing. Talent thing. Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was <laughs> fucked up. But then, do you, they blatantly weren't sticking to the script. No, because they're obviously not supposed to like things like Chris Masters and Jerry Lawler's trying to like lead them in. Say, oh, that was terrible. That was terrible. No, I really liked it. <laughs> and the thing is, they they should have pressed the buzzers. Yeah, they didn't at all. Did they, they were telling Jerry to press the buzzers. Yeah, <laughs> it just didn't work. No. And where the hell did the great Carly come from? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird, but um, the most disturbing thing of the entire show was Chris Masters doing his pecs. <laughs> he that was disturbingly. I don't weird. think he's going to be able to lift that down. Can you ever take Chris Masters seriously after that now? No. Could you ever take Chris Masters seriously before that, though? Well, no. no. He can't even read emails properly. Again, I'm not going to do my Chris Masters rant again because... We've already done we, it. We've done that. Oh, no, do it. Because next week on Raw, Vince will turn it into a storyline about yeah. how Chris Masters didn't turn up to Raw because his wife or yeah. partner couldn't read emails properly. <laughs> Oh dear! But I think this is going to be a new gimmick for Chris Masters. He they give him different entrance music every week, and he like does the the bouncing pecs on the way to the ring. The masterplex, <laughs> masterplex. <laughs> yeah, uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, just for for reference, by the way, Rowdy Roddy Piper was born in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. See, he resides in Hillsborough, Oregon. See, but he's billed from Glasgow, from Glasgow, Scotland. But he's not from Scotland, so I was right. In, if you're talking about the wrestler Rowdy Roddy Piper, he is from Scotland. Technicality. <laughs> I'm right. Yeah, and he's not dead. No. Even luckily. though there are plenty of reports of him being dead. Yes. Uh, apparently so, he's not dead as he's going to be on Raw. <laughs> Although there have been people with less life in them and hosted Monday Night Raw. Uh, oh God, they've just put a video in the chat room of Chris Masters doing the plecking. <laughs> the what? The the, you know what I mean the peck bouncing that's it <laughs> the tip bouncing yeah. um, it was bad it was such a bad roar it was 
it, oh. it, it started off and yeah it really had me excited when I started watching it thinking this is going to be good I was, the thing is you know, like we turned around last week and said oh hopefully Kelly uh, Kelly Osborne and Jack Osborne will come out and well apart from the midget yeah the midget <laughs> Hornswoggle was yeah. hilarious but yeah the one thing that really just I actually did laugh about this was when Sharon turned around and she went Ozzy do you remember the last time you were involved with the WWE and he went no, no. <laughs> <laughs> even when they'd just shown a video of it on yeah. the um, on the screen with that our was, old theme tune on it. Yeah. It was just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why would you do that? Um, Chris Jericho, of course, involved in uh, Monday Night Raw this past week. And uh, there's been a bit of con- uh, controversy around Jericho uh, this past week. He has apologized for making a slew of offensive slurs against Middle Easterns and gays at the Sacramento Horror Film Festival, telling TMZ.com, after seeing the video, I realized some inappropriate comments were made, and I apologize if I offended anyone. Uh, just know that everyone on stage was having a blast, and we all shared a drink and laugh after. The good news is I got my wish of being posted on TMZ. Now, basically, this is um, in relation to some comments he made whilst on stage. Um, I haven't got them to hand at the moment, but, you know, nothing... Do you know what the world's like at the moment? Just so totally super sensitive on anything. He was just having a bit of a laugh mm. and a joke. He's a trained stand-up comedian, Chris Jericho. So he's he? just yeah, yeah. He's done all of that when he had his time off. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I never knew. Yeah. That. Um, and he's, you know, just you know, you, you could say stuff like, "Oh, women drivers," and you know, they kick off about that, and it's yeah. he's so blatantly blown out of proportion. But it's like you know any stand-up comedian these days Michael McIntyre for example he could say something that would really insult anybody else and they wouldn't really you know give a damn about it exactly but yet because Jericho's in the public eye he gets you know picked on and made out to be a racist or whatever you want to call him exactly homophobe a homophobe yeah that could be it we've got lots of uh, other news about uh, lots of TNA news Hulk Hogan news Mm mm-hmm which I think we're going to get to. Uh, we're going to take the first break of the night, I think, and um, get some news. We've also got the uh, statement from Dixie Carter made on TNA Impact. We're going to be playing that right after the commercial break. Um, so we've got some news from Kelly, and a uh, quick commercial break, come back with Dixie, and then we're going to touch on all of the Hulk Hogan news, because uh, a lot of ma- waves being made, and uh, a lot of people, possibly a lot of fears being confirmed in TNA, uh, it looks as though he's got more creative control than we initially thought. But uh, again, more on Hulk Hogan after this first break. Chicago Tribune is featuring an interview with newly signed TNA star Hulk Hogan. During the interview, Hogan slammed his WWE Hall of Fame ring, adding, I think Vince McMahon paid $20 for it. My high school ring was better than this thing. Hogan also claims in the interview that he tried to become a bass player for the Rolling Stones and Metallica. A frustrated Frank Kazarian recently requested his TNA release at the recent Impact tapings and was initially it was initially granted. However, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels sued the situation down and Kazarian's release was never finalised. Kazarian has been playing the suicide character in the company. 
ODB, however, recently re-signed with TNA for a multi-year deal. This is Nick Aldis, a.k.a. Brutus Magnus, from the British Invasion, TNA Wrestling, and you're listening to Ministry of Slam. They give you two things when you're a cop, a gun and a badge. Can't find my badge. It's on the thingy. You say it, okay? Possible target heading northeast. All teams, we have a positive ID. That's affirmative. Male suspect. Okay, keep going. Freeze! Hands in the air now! Run! Your name? I remember you. Is this Officer Fisher, the New Orleans Police Department? Yeah. How you been? Why the hell are you calling me? It's our anniversary. One year ago, you took what can never, ever be replaced. That was an accident. For that, I am going to take from you. Molly! Get out of the house! She's not dead. It's a game. The only way to keep her alive, you do exactly what I say when I say it. If you are still standing after all 12 rounds, you'll have won her back. I'm going to hunt you down and I'm going to kill you. I look forward to that. Guy breaks out of prison, FBI knows about it, nobody tells me! In 15 minutes, I will be calling a cell phone located on the 18th floor of the hotel. Arrive any later, the bomb goes off. I have someone to show you. Continuing this. You'll have 60 seconds before the elevator falls to the ground. There's only time for one of you to survive. Watch the clock. Stay right there. I'll get you out. Come on, let's go. Gotta get up, buddy. Come on. Go, my go. Don't forget the bomb, Danny. You now have seven minutes to cross the 23 city blocks. and who dies that is your decision I motivated myself I trained myself and I did everything I had to do how many people can you see fight through four broken necks I heard everything crack and break and I knew there was something wrong with my neck he wants to be the best he can possibly be. I love MMA. I love watching it. Not only do I watch it, I study. Before I retire, I would love to do it. It only remains to be seen. TNA Home Video presents Kurt Angle Champion. Available November 25th on DVD. The latest merchandise from the top wrestling companies, including TNA, WWE, and ROH, as well as MMA, including the UFC, then you want to head to A Merchandise. The latest releases at fantastic prices. A Merchandise are also the official home of Dragon Gate memorabilia here in the UK. For more information, check out the website at www.a-merchandise.co.uk. 
becoming president six years ago, I've had a lot of people telling me how to run a wrestling company. And while I appreciate their contributions, it's time for a change. We've had a lot of great things going on in this company. We've made a lot of changes in the last few months that I'm sure you've seen, and we made a bigger change even last week. I can assure you that we'll have more changes coming in the coming weeks and the coming months as well. Nobody likes drastic change. Nobody likes big moves. I understand that. And it affects different people different ways. And while I respect that those of you out there might have differing opinions of the decisions that I'm making, I expect you to support me 100%. When you question things in this company, you're questioning me. And I cannot allow that to happen. Business is about choices. I've made the choice to put my finances, my reputation, my passion, my love behind each and every one of you and this company. And it's time for you to do the same thing. You have a choice to make. You can choose to support me. You can choose to support the direction TNA is going. Or you can choose not to. But you'll need to find another place to work. It's time for us to swing for the fences. It really is. No great success comes without risk. And I'm great with that. I hope you are too. Now's our time. I look out on the faces that have made this company and you've made me very proud. But this is a test. So I'm asking all of you to step it up in every way possible. And let's do this thing together. Because now's our time and you've got to believe it. If you don't believe it, you're hurting the person sitting next to you. You're hurting me, you're hurting our fans. But if you believe it, let's do this thing together and let's show what everybody we're all about. The UK's best since 2005. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. We're back with more of the Ministry of Slam, the UK's number one pro wrestling talk show. And uh, you heard there, uh, leading us back in, the statement from Dixie Carter to the entire TNA roster. They uh, they showed it at the beginning of Impact, which was a little bit weird. It's mm. the sort of thing you would have kept private, I'd have thought. But, <laughs> I don't know, very, very weird. It's um, Basically, what she seems to be saying there is um, she knows... Her decision was pretty controversial and a lot of people wouldn't agree with it and you know she, she wanted them to know that basically get behind her and her decision or you know go somewhere else which you, I, I can understand the principle of but still do you really want it on TV like the the or well the main create or the main power behind the company saying or basically admitting that majority of the roster are not happy with Hogan coming in or have had reservations about it. Yeah, it seems like a really stupid move to do on TNA's part. Like you said, that's something that should be kept behind closed doors. There are things that the public do not need to see. Yeah. And that is one of them because all of that roster looked uncomfortable. 
Yeah, everybody definitely. from AJ Styles to um, Victoria. Apart to from Rhino, who looked as though he was falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, which yeah, didn't understand. see Angle though. Was Angle in the? No, he, I didn't see him. Although he just might not have been on um, on screen. Mm. Who knows? Yeah, Who I knows? just didn't see Kurt Angle in, in there. And of course, Michael T- uh, Michael Cole, Michael Cole, Taz, and um, Mike Tanay, Mike Tanay. You know, obviously have been superimposed over the commentary right from what they did because obviously that wouldn't have happened at the TV tapings or would it have happened at the TV tapings how do you mean the but because but bear in mind it was all recorded previously wasn't it well no that uh, the impact that we saw this week was um, taped on Monday last Monday yeah 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 it was la- last Monday and Tuesday these ones were, ta- were recorded so um, it would have all happened on Monday the meeting happened on Monday oh, yeah, or, or possibly right. even on Tuesday more than likely Monday and then it was uh, inserted. The the previous week's impact, they definitely overdubbed lines of yeah, um, Angle no. and Tanae. You're right. Uh, sorry, Angle and Tanae, Taz and Tanae. But uh, yeah, this week it was all it was all live stuff, pretty much. Um, if, uh, again, why would you want to put across on TV that your wrestlers are uncomfortable, or that the thought that your wrestlers are uncomfortable with Hogan being there? What you want to do is is have them all coming in and saying, I mean, that's the, the other thing a lot of the way through the the show you had different people Matt Morgan AJ Styles saying oh yeah it's a really positive thing that Hogan's coming in and it's going to be great and exciting times ahead and and all this that's a message you want to get across even though you know even if they're not necessarily happy themselves or they've got reservations they're paid to basically act and portray a character these characters need to be great Hulk Hogan's coming in otherwise it makes the company look stupid (laughs) Dixie looked uncomfortable yeah you could tell that. I mean, we've got it in the chat room at the moment. Someone's put the link up, the YouTube link of the actual video. Mm. You know, Dixie Carter looked very uncomfortable. Yeah. And you could tell. She was stood there. She, You know, she's got a hand on her hip just to say, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm not really happy about it, but I'm going to do it. Um, Bobby Lashley sat looking gormless like always. Crystal <laughs> Marshall's in the roster as well. Yeah. Yeah, Which, well, she came down to the ring with Lashley for his um, for his match. Yeah, and then got ordered back. So presumably she is an on-air talent now. Yeah, so Calvao looking gorgeous as ever. AJ looks very, he kind of like I really don't want to be here. Yeah, and Victoria looks the same. Mm. Which is unusual because obviously she's the newest signing to to TNA. Really. Yeah. You know, or Victoria. the newest big signing at least. Yeah. You know, Bar Hogan. I don't know if I agree with it being aired. I I see the points that she's trying to make out, mm. but again it's some things that you don't make public and and you don't you don't tell your roster if you don't like it get out no i mean i I don't see the uh, it could have done the same thing by literally doing the speech but not having it taped and then just airing a text or sticking a text version of it on the tna website just so they know that you know they're taking things seriously they're stepping up their game and yeah but did it it actually even need to be publicized well not at all because the amount of um backstage meetings that vince has yeah you know, and you don't see any of those up on WWE.com or, you know, on the WWE website, or do you see them on the TV? Mm. You know, and it's, it's like there are some things that a company doesn't need to know. My company wouldn't sit there and tell you what we say in our buzz. Yeah. Every morning, mm. we wouldn't release that to the public because it's none of the public's business. Mm. What we talk about. Yeah. You know, same with your company. You wouldn't sit there and and tell us on air what you guys were talking about because none of the public's business. Yeah. It's one of those things that. For a company, things stay quiet and they don't need the public perception. Mm. And they don't need to see... All they need to see on a TNA product or a WWE product is the actual presentation, the in-ring action, the storylines. And 
what they're doing to change. Now, the interesting thing coming out of this, which she kept saying, that was big announcement number one. Mm. We've got more big announcements coming on the way. Yeah. Which they have said for the past few months. Now, someone in our chat room has put... Um, uh, voices but she made it sound like it's going to be hard to watch tna for the next few months i don't think she did make it out that it's going to be hard to watch tna for the next few months she made it out it's going to be a very interesting um period of time mm. for tna and i don't think if we say this again in 12 months time tna will be the same as what it is now yeah yeah but at the same time we should never have seen that no exactly i mean again I- i'm hoping i mean maybe this is a way of tna to you know make the fans think or make the fans feel though as though they're part of this movement you know it was you know people were talking i mean because some of those things dixie was saying can apply to a fan too you know join us and you know get on board or fuck off and go to wwe and, mm. and basically that's that could be said to everyone but it gives you that feeling of knowing the inside workings and wanting to get behind them and and that sort of thing i, I did feel some of the stuff that dixie was saying was a bit harsh a bit too direct and um you know a more of a sort of a positive pep talk rather than a um an it ultimatum w- sort of thing it wasn't a rally cry wasn't it? No. it at this sort of point they she should have been rallying the troops together and saying look you know this is what's happening we've signed the biggest acquisition in tna history the biggest name of professional wrestling works for us mm. he is with us he's with our company you will get the chance to work with hogan yeah and he is Argue, whether you like the guy or you hate the guy I know most of our listeners in here are, you know slag Hogan off you don't like the way he works fine you don't like the man because he puts himself over fine but no one can sit there and deny that Hogan is the biggest name in professional wrestling period you know mm. we talk about Angle being the greatest professional wrestler yeah yeah but if you say professional wrestling you say Hulk Hogan at the, yeah I mean at the end of the day as far as we, we've always had this conversation of what um what qualifies you to be the greatest professional wrestler and at the end of the day wrestling is a business Mm -hmm. and whether you take you know you can do um an stf that flips over into a such and such and then diving tope out the ring and all of that or if you're just hulk hogan who does close lies and leg drops at the end of the day wrestling is a business and the best wrestler is the guy who makes the most money exactly what we said at the end of last year when we did lac and we Mm. did the top you know 20 wrestlers of, of all time yeah and we kind and it of, was hogan and it was hogan and rick flair yeah. it was hogan number one rick flair number two i think austin was number three or whatever yeah way we played it you know but it's kind of like ah you know, you know hogan's mm. the biggest name he's in your company they should be jumping up and down with joy yeah but instead the roster are being told if you don't like hogan joining fuck off yeah not the way to go no, exactly. I mean, again, I think because we're we're all wanting. I mean, whether you like TNA or you don't like TNA, and even if you want to admit it or not, everyone I think is is hoping TNA is going to get up to that next level. Even if you're a WWE fan, you're hoping that TNA gets up to that next level to kick Vince up the ass and get him to do some good TV again, um, which we've been begging for for a good few years now. Mm. Um, but, but so I think we, we're invested in it mentally that way and so i think these alarm bells are going off with hogan all of us as wrestling fans whatever you say can't wait to see hulk hogan get in the ring in the red and yellow with whatever music he's got coming in and doing the the you know the hand to the ear the crowd going wild and having one match that would be awesome what we're all skeptical about is hulk hogan long term in tna and what sort of impact he's going to have i mean if he just has a one-off match with uh, I don't know, random TNA name 
uh, Eric Young, a one-off match, and it's a Hogan squash match, leg drop, big boot, the whole shebang, celebration at the end, confetti, red and yellow all over the place. That would be awesome. And I think we we all can't wait to hear uh, to see that. It's the mark in all of us that wants to see Hulk Hogan back in the ring, even just for once. But it's all being drowned out because we're so worried about what kind of control Hogan has and whether or not he's going to get too greedy and kill TNA. You know, you're right. You, you, you're completely right. And you've stuck the nail right on the head then. If they're going to go down this route of turning it very much reality-based, which is what they seem to be doing in TNA now, we're mm. putting this statement out, then what they need to do is at some point, either on the TNA website or on TNA Impact or just a special on Spike TV, they need to have Dixie in the ring, they need to have Hogan in the ring or a sit-down interview, press conference with Tanane. Dixie says, right, Hogan is responsible for this, he's responsible for this, he's responsible for this. Mm. This is what's going to happen. He's 80% owner of TNA. I'm 20%. Yeah, that's what we want to know. I mean, that really is what that that thing with Dixie this past week—the announcement should have been Hogan. A should have been there. Yeah, saying you know, I just want to introduce to the TNA family Hulk Hogan. He comes out, and um, okay, just so you guys know, if you're reporting, you know, reporting to management or whatever, Hulk is in charge of this. He's going to be doing this. I still handled this, 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 and this. Um, so it's all totally clear. Wrestling fans aren't worrying about it. I mean, at the moment. Everyone is so sort of stressed out about it, mm. for want of a better term, because we just don't know what's going to happen. We're worried of it for TNA. We've heard, all, we've all heard the rumours. You know, mm. we've we've listened to the Bubba the Love Sponge. We've listened to the Howard Stern show. We've read the transcripts online on the different news sites. I think Ron's even said that he's put in the forums that he, Hogan says he's in control and will bring his boys in. Yeah, you know, you follow this quite a lot, a lot more than I have, because obviously, like I said, I haven't had the internet for a few days. Mm. What do you? I mean, get to me in a minute I'll give you my opinion in a second yeah. but what do you think they're going to do with Hogan seriously and I'm not talking about storyline with Lee I'm looking at a purely business point what of view. I think is going to happen yeah right well one of the latest statements has been made is that he's he's told his friends that he signed directly with Bob Carter who um, whatever you say uh, Dixie Carter has always been termed as the TNA owner but Bob Carter who is her father is actually the owner of TNA um, and Hogan now has more power in TNA than Dixie uh, he's hinted that he has control of TNA and he's also told friends that he's a partner in the company which would suggest that he may get a share of the company now what again the way things get blown out of proportion especially in wrestling media i think what's going to happen i mean initially in the statement that was made it was partner with dixie carter i reckon it will basically tear down from um bob carter right at the top and then it will tear down to both dixie and hulk hogan and they i reckon they're very very similar sort of levels Dixie will still have a lot of control, but Hogan will have equal control. Um, Hogan will have input more on a creative basis, Dixie on more of a business side. And again, they'll cross over where they've got ideas between the two of them. I think that is is going to be, uh, I mean, maybe what Hogan's referring to when he says he has control, maybe it's that he's referring on more of the creative side, which could be very, very true. Um, I think we're going to see... I mean, Hogan apparently is not going to be seen on TV until after the American football season's over. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's a, a while away yet, I think. I this mean, is a stupid thing to do. Exactly. But it also makes me think that he's going to have more input short term on the, the, the in-ring product from backstage. 
and he's again i spoke last week of a couple of the interviews he's done where he's he's got a whole new perspective on wrestling now and he doesn't have to be the center of attention he wants to pass on his knowledge now he knows his, his days are numbered he wants to pass his knowledge and, and make this uh company the the next big thing to to have a go at wwe same as he did with wcw um i i, I don't think we're gonna not see hogan on tv i think we are going to see the odd match here and there um they're already hinting on the uh, black machismo thing uh, on impact this past week he wanted to find hulk hogan he wants to he's opened uh, set up an open challenge to anyone uh any quote-unquote legends um of uh, of wrestling that will come and he, he actually named people like rick flair uh in that so i mean maybe that's a hint that flair is coming in mm. But I think I don't think we're going to see necessarily Hogan come in and win the championship and, and all that kind of thing. He's not going to be main event guy. Maybe we'll see him as a special attraction. Uh, you know, similar sort of thing to I would say Mick Foley before he got involved in the in the world title picture. He did have a very short run with that belt. Um, we might see him every so often get involved in storylines. But I I hope I mean I, I, and I think I do believe that he will just stay backstage and get involvement there i think we are going to see a few of his friends come in possibly the nasty boys and, and stuff like that but hopefully they're going to be used as to elevate other talent and just bulk up the roster a little bit and maybe even only be used short term but i again we we don't know until we uh, until we see it play out on tv it's going to be an interesting one i i'm pretty much the same as you i think they're going to use him a lot more backstage but the one question i've got and this is I'm thinking about this over the past week since we talked about it last Sunday. You know, who is going to become the face of TNA? The public face of TNA? I mean, Dixie has always been the one, you know, she's she's been at every show that they do, every impact taping, every live event, every pay-per-view. She's come to the UK tour. She's gone to the Austrian tour. She's gone to the Germany tour. Mm. Every tour that they've ever done, Dixie's been there. And I know personally, because I've met her, she walks around the, the arena She's very That's gracious. every show, apparently. Every show. Yeah. Now, can you see Hogan doing that? No. Who do you think will become the face of TNA? I think publicly, where where they do like the press conferences and things like that, I think you're going to see Hogan and Dixie as a couple, basically, walking around. Not as a couple, couple, but yeah. you know what I mean? As a, as, as partners, basically, yeah. walking around and, and doing the, uh, the PR thing as... Uh, they're probably going to come up with some kind of term, like, like co-owners of TNA or... Um, you know some kind of term but i think they'll be pushing it as they, they are the two owners quote-unquote of tna um i think from an in-ring perspective i really hope aj styles is is the way they're going to push the wrestling side of it and they're going to keep aj as the face of tna wrestling wise but company wise as far as the corporate side you know um tna owners hulk hogan and dixie carter and then tna world heavyweight champion aj styles uh, you know, similar to the John Cena of um, of yeah. WWE, and you've got Vince and well, up until now Shane, Stephanie, you know the McMahon family. That'll be how you know Dixie and Hulk play out. There's one name, Jeff Jarrett, mm. because Jeff, since this whole Karen Gate angle, you know, really kicked off, or Jangle Gate, whatever you want to call it, mm. you know, you haven't seen Jeff Jarrett. He's meant to be doing PR. He's meant to be a shareholder yeah. in TNA. He's meant to be doing PR, but have you seen him on anything? No. Yeah. No, he did the Australian promotional tour. Yeah, yeah, he did. And J and you know JBR, JBL, JBL, JB. Sorry, <laughs> I got a bit of news on JBL, but later on JB, um, you know, said he was over there and he was on TV appearances. But you haven't seen him in the US for 
you know, months, ever since the news broke. There was rumours when that happened that they were Dixie was trying to get Jarrett out of TNA. Do you think he's gone? Um, he's still on the TNA roster page, and that would make me think that he's still... Even if they're not planning to use him again, I think he still is, is under contract with the with the company. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think he, he's still involved at some point. I think at the moment it's still so up in the air. I think they're, they're struggling to know what sort of role Jarrett is going to have. I mean, I think um, he might still be with the company just more or less as a talent. And they're keeping him off TV. Maybe they'll bring him in at some point. <clears throat> to try and do some kind of rehash of the uh, Jeff Jarrett Hulk Hogan WCW storyline, hmm. you know, something like that to bring it in. So they'll certainly get people watching just to wonder what the hell they're going to do with it. Um, I don't know. Another thing I wanted to touch on briefly before we go totally off topic is uh, the video of, of Dixie doing her uh, speech. I thought. Now I could be wrong. Correct me on this. Um, anyone in the chat room or, or you yourself, if you've if mm-hmm. you've seen it. There's a certain shot of Dixie where behind her you've got uh, sort of in the shadows to the right of, of her head you've got you can uh, see Simon Diamond and there's a couple of other people and I'm sure I can see Kevin Sullivan sat there um, and Kevin Sullivan is longtime friend of Hogan um, Hogan has said that you know if he were to get anyone creative involved in TNA Kevin Sullivan would be the man to bring in. Uh, we haven't heard or had any confirmation that he was at the tapings. But, you know, that would be interesting to see Kevin Sullivan there as part of TNA and, and having his input as part of the wrestling product. It does look very much like Kevin Sullivan. We're watching it now in the chat room. It does yeah. make it look very much like Sullivan. Because, I mean, we know what he looks like now because of the Kayfabe Commentaries DVD that came out, what, last year? Yeah, and also the fact he was on the WCW DVD as yes. well. Yes, yeah. yeah. So Scott Demore looks very... Um, interested mm. he looks absolutely pissed off yeah i just want to share one thing if i can because i had an email come through on uh, facebook and uh, it's from one of the our chat room one of our listeners ron Stryker. Mm. and i think i think you maybe had the same email come through did you get an email from ron i can't remember I okay well basically what i want to <laughs> do if i can is read this out because it's a very interesting uh, comments on there what he's put is just listening to the show from sunday i had some thoughts on the whole hogan story and what i would do with him my storyline would be hogan out in the ring and doing a promo in mid promo i would have jeff jarrett sneaking in the ring and whack hogan with a guitar shot grab a mic and start a heel rant so you think you're going to come into my company and take over i laid down for you once hogan but i'd be damned if i would do it again everyone knows that story so why not use it it keeps hogan away from the title picture for a bit I know TNA and Jeff have had problems, but for money, I think this would be the way to bring Hogan in and not have people doing what is expected, him having the TNA belt from the get-go. TNA on Monday nights right now would not be smart. I don't know if you all realise it, but here in the US, TNA would would not only be against uh, Raw, but also US Monday Night Football, Mm. which is the highest rated Monday night show. Now, TNA on 8 to 10 may be on Monday, uh, or actually, I would put it on Tuesday. Test the waters. TNA does not have the money just yet for a live show every week. Eventually, they will need to leave the impact zone more. The storylines need to be crisper. One week, you have Mafia putting down all the talent. Next week, Mafia is no more. And guys like Angle playing face with no in-between story of why they split, much less than mainly faces. Storyline need more cohesion. One thing to think about, if TNA did go up against WWE on Monday and Vince sees TNA as a threat, I see Vince opening up his purse and offer a huge sum of money to see the people Dixie Carter actually answers to and buying at TNA. Just a thought to consider. 
some interesting points coming out of that and a couple of points yeah Monday Night Football we've touched on TNA on a Tuesday see uh, what they'd need to do I mean obviously their their supreme goal is to go live against Monday Night Raw mm. I think that's that's their ultimate their ultimate goal there I mean what I'd do to avoid the fans getting confused because obviously it's on a Thursday at the moment if they switched it to a Tuesday and then a couple of years later again switched it to the Monday the fans are going to be all over the place um, I know they've kind of done it with Smackdown but that's over a longer time period um, what I think I'd do is keep it in the same time slot on a Thursday but see if you could do it live yes. on a Thursday night um, from uh, I mean not necessarily I mean start off at the Universal Studios the Impact Zone uh, you've got all your production facilities there and ready Tr- do it there first but I totally agree with the fact that you've got to move it out into different areas uh, move it into different venues because the one problem I think we've we've always seen with Impact is you see probably half the people well not half maybe a third of the people there every time uh, for impact are the same people who live locally in orlando and know they can get into the tapings free and every couple of weeks they'll just go down there and do the two days of tapings Mm. and uh, you know when we're at a live wrestling event you get psyched you cheer you you get involved with the matches if you were seeing the same people every single week uh in wrestling it would lose its it's novelty and you wouldn't be interested in the match you'd sit there quiet as anything if you're touring around the US and you're seeing different fans all the time the fans will will really get into the action which will then spur the performers on to put on a better show yeah completely Um, agree and plus it will give Impact a totally different feel exactly it's in the Impact impact zone all the time I mean I personally look forward to the TNA pay-per-views where they're they're not in the Impact zone they're in a different venue like um, Bound for Glory that we saw it was in the uh, was it Bren event center in, in California yeah, yeah. and uh, it, it just it was just a totally different dynamic it looked totally different uh, different entrance way and it just gave it a whole a whole different feel it kind of made it look like they were big league exactly at the moment even ROH goes to different venues yeah you know compared to, to TNA so yeah taking them on the road would be the best thing for them at the, at mm. the time doing a live show would be another good thing for yeah. them to do and not just um do the recorded TV tapings because the one thing that really hurts W uh, TNA mm. is the fact that those spoilers get leaked. Exactly. So you know exactly what's going to happen for an entire month's worth of tapings leading up to the pay-per-view. Yeah. With Vince, Vince could start playing dirty if he really considers them to be a threat. And what better way to do it than play a Bischoff trick on Bischoff? And that's put the results of TNA Impact on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah, that could work. Although that's going to get some heavy criticism from uh, everyone looking at WWE, because I mean the amount of times they've done documentaries or whatever. We talked about it last week, like the NWO, mm. the Monday Night Wars, the WCW DVD. Every time they've said, "Oh, you know, um, they really went down and dirty. They gave away the pre-tape results of Monday Night Raw, and that was that was below the belt, and they're trying to put us out of business." Of oh, I don't think they could turn around and do that now. No, you could be right, but you know, Vince has done worse things. So. Vince will start doing the Dixie Carter skits like he did Billionaire Ted. Exactly. And then Nacho Man and the Huckster. Oh, yeah, the Huckster will come back. You watch, the Huckster will come back soon. Yeah. They can't do Skin Gene, though. No, no. I mean, is this something else that we're going to see? I mean, we were with um, Hogan in, in uh, TNA. I mean, we've, we've thought about talent that he might bring in, people like the Nasty Boys, people like Brutus Beefcake. Maybe we're looking at some other on-air talent. I mean, David Penz is there. He's a uh, he's already there. He's a good friend of Hogan. Mm. You've got, like you say, Mean Gene Oakland. 
maybe he'll come in as a as a backstage guy. I mean, again, that will give it more of a big a big but stage feel. The only thing with that, and I know we keep saying it, and we've said it week in and week out since this broke. They do too much of that and turn it into too much of a WCW mold. Mm. It's going to be called WCW. Yeah, TNA even with Hogan still needs to keep that individuality, and mm. really they need to focus now more on the younger guys in the X division and start promoting those guys more and promote AJ and, and everything else. And you know, as he's put in the chat room, ECW is a strong roster compared to TNA. It doesn't. No, TNA's roster will completely annihilate it. Yeah, if used right. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing they need to be used. You've right. got all the talent in the world there. I mean, people like Doug Williams, Nigel McGuinness, uh, Kurt Angle, AJ, Christopher Daniels—they're phenomenal wrestlers. Again, some of the storylines they're involved in are not the strongest at the moment, especially British Invasion. But you know, Nigel McGuinness, Desmond, Desmond Wolf. Hang on, where's me uh, sound effect? There you go. Um, is in a main event feud with Kurt Angle, and they're going to have the match at the the pay per view. Thing is, though, we we talk about TNA though that though they've been around for years, they're only seven years old. Mm. That's still new. That's still a baby in terms of you know wrestling promotions. They are seven years old. Yeah, you know, and it takes them a good five years to start getting a fan base. Exactly. With TNA, it's taken them a little bit longer because they've had that upheaval. Mm. And they've grown they so quick doing the world tours. They're doing exactly. All sorts. And they, the biggest wrestler in the world, Hulk Hogan, is now part of their roster. They've grown bigger than what, you know, WCW did. Mm. But now they need to start stopping that growth a little bit, but start developing it. Start focusing on the product and not worrying about getting fans in yeah. by the droves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we're going to uh, take another quick break. We've got Kelly coming up with uh, a bit more news. Some news on uh, Rey Mysterio and his book uh, that's coming out. Ironically, same sort of time as uh, Batista's got his DVD coming out. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, so we got that coming up. When we come back, uh, we're going to be looking at UFC. Of course, that's next uh, next Saturday. Have we got our correspondent, UFC correspondent, coming on at some point this we evening? We hopefully should have, yes. Hopefully should have. That's cool. Okay, so uh, should have Woody hopefully uh, later on on the show after the commercials maybe and uh, talk a little bit about UFC. Uh, and then we're going to move on because we're, we're drastically running out of time, even though we're only an hour in. We're going to talk about our year-end awards as well. Yes. Uh, get on to, uh, to that and uh, how you can vote on those. Completely. So we'll be back right after this. WWE.com has an interview up with Rey Mysterio talking about his new book, Rey Mysterio Behind the Mask. When WWE came to me and said they wanted me to write the book, I said, oh no, I'm not ready for that. It was more of a shock to me, I wasn't expecting it. I always planned to write something closer to the end of my career, but they kept persisting. Once I began working on it, it immediately became very interesting for me. Everything just started flowing. It was really cool to reminisce, looking back at stories from day one all the way to the present, even stories from the age of eight years old. I'm Kelly from the Ministry of Slam News Desk.
Hey, this is the Queen of Extreme, Francine, and you're listening to Lee and Andy on the Ministry of Slam. Well, that cannot be denied. The cream of the crop! Nobody does it better. For the first time ever, the long-awaited exclusive anthology, Macho Madness, the Randy Savage Ultimate Collection. This highly anticipated three-disc DVD set contains over nine hours of rarely seen footage of one of the most entertaining and unique superstars in WWE history. But look at this piece of work. Delve inside and relive every unforgettable finger twirl, shoulder hoist, and top rope elbow, including 23 of the Macho Man's classic matches in their entirety. This has been unbelievable! Plus, must-see DVD extras. Think, baby, you understand what I'm saying? You're talking Macho Madness. Macho Madness, the Randy Savage Ultimate Collection. Available now. Whoa, man, freak out! TNA Home Video presents a DVD seven years in the making. The biggest names in wrestling risk everything for a shot at greatness. With tons of extras and never-before-seen interviews, this DVD is loaded. Relive the most celebrated night in TNA history. TNA Home Video presents Slammiversary. Available now at ShopTNA.com. Can I get one of those woo tickets? Excuse me? One of those woo tickets. It's not woo, it's woo! 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 Introducing Ric Flair's new woo! Scratch off ticket for the North Carolina Educational Lottery with a top prize of $100,000. It's enough to make anyone say the world of pro wrestling to the ground. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Some voodoo child there as uh, lots of news about Hogan. Why not? It's appropriate. And uh, Andy's doing the air guitar. Sorry. <laughs> I got carried away then. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, you can't do air guitar to voodoo child. You have. It's the law. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> Damn it. Um, a couple of other news items to touch on before we uh, we, we get to some other bits. I'm going to touch on the, uh, the streamies. The Ministry of Slam Year End Awards. Uh, we're going to get to that I, in a minute. I'll tell you what, I legitimately didn't know it was called the Streamies until 20 minutes before we went on air. I only came up with it this morning. And I burst out laughing. It's good. It's a good name. The no, streamies. it is very good. I just burst out <laughs> laughing. And then you, you can be the Streamy Award winning. Oh, God. Whoever. Streaming yeah. out live. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I want to touch on Linda Hogan. Someone has to. Okay. Um, Eh? Yep, no, I thought we were doing the streamies. Oh yeah, I'm going to do that in a minute. I'm just going to finish off a couple of other news items that we've okay, got first. Um, Fox News featuring an article with uh, quotes from Linda Hogan's attorney discussing her ex-husband Hulk Hogan and his new book, My Life Outside the Ring. Linda's attorney, Ray... What? 
Raful. Raful. Yep. Raful. Uh, He's Mr. T's lawyer. <laughs> You're a fool. Uh, he added, as far as what has been said about Linda, it's not accurate about her being involved with heavy alcohol and being ab- abusive and trying to hit Nick with a wine bottle. Absolutely false. It's disappointing and it's irritating. We disagree and we wish he could have stuck with the facts instead of sensationalism to sell his book. It does reheat a lot of stuff, but it makes her feel all the more happy that she's divorced and away from him. He's Jennifer's problem now. He would say that. He's the bloody lawyer. Exactly. Of course she's happy and she's divorced and away from him. He's got, she's got half his money. Oh, yeah. She's loving every minute of it. <sighs> Unbelievable. Oh. And the other thing I wanted to touch on was, um, of course, suicide. Requesting his release from TNA. Um, uh, frustrated Frankie Kazarian recently requested his TNA release at the Impact tapings. And uh, it was initially granted. AJ Styles and Daniels sued the situation down and Kazarian's release was never finalised. So he... I, I don't see how else they could have really portrayed suicide. I mean, he's he's been in a lot of high-profile X Division matches. I mean, the only thing I can think is Kazarian's been playing too much TNA Impact, the video game with Suicide as TNA World Champion, and that's what he was expecting out of the role. <laughs> but they're hinting about... Um, now, who was it who beat him up the other week and said that he realised he's worked out who he is? The Elijah Poop? Yeah, it could be the Black Poop, Elijah Burke, yeah. It might have been him, I forget now. Uh, but I think they're, they're going down that route, and at some point we might even see him unmasked. Good. So that'd be interesting. I'm not being funny. Suicide was a great character when they first brought him out. Yeah. Now they need to drop the suicide character because it's... Unless they're going to go further with it. Well, yeah. But if they're not going to do a TNA Impact 2... Yeah. Then... Because that is, that's the, the time to push uh, suicide. suicide is yeah. when they bring out TNA Impact 2. Which it doesn't look like they're actually going to do that now because no. no developer's picking it up. Although now they've got Hogan and the name power behind it. Do you it. know the one developer I'm really surprised hasn't picked it up? Go on. EA. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they did the WCW Mayhem. And they're doing that MMA game as yeah, well. Who appar- they've apparently released a, a sort of a demo copy of that to, to press, and people have played it and seen what it's all about. And apparently it's absolutely awesome. Ooh. Better than uh, UFC. Right. So Looking interesting to see. <clears throat> Next week. Uh, and just one more thing I wanted to touch on here. Um, we interviewed Rob Van Dam a couple of weeks ago. Yes, we did. We had an awesome interview with him. Yes, we did. We... Uh, we touched on all the the main points, all of the stuff that's going on. Absolutely awesome interview. Yes, Another did. radio show has done almost a carbon copy interview with Rob Van Dam, and it's plastered over like every wrestling news site as though it's drastic and uh, you know the the greatest interview that's ever happened, getting all the coverage. And I don't understand. There's conspiracy theory going on, and uh, people are against the Ministry of Islam. It's to do with Vince. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It He's is. shutting us down. Yeah. He is shutting us down. And uh, did you know that Kevin Nash is not on paid suspension at the moment? He hasn't been paid. I didn't know that until I read it tonight. I've heard the rumours that he was on paid suspension. Yeah. But it's not. Uh, Kevin Nash, currently suspended with uh, pay, which explains why he didn't appear at this week's Impact taping. The word is a couple of days ago is that Nash's punishment is that he'll be required to work a house show. Nash has issued a statement regarding his suspension from TNA, resulting over comments he made uh, inside the Impact Zone regarding Chris Saban suffering a concussion at the last set of TV tapings and the production not stopping. Uh, I thought I would clear up some of this internet bullshit. The reason I did not receive a letter from TNA was because this matter was discussed between President Dixie Carter and myself. I promise you it cost me money, not a paid vacation at my beach home. I understand Dixie's reason for the a- for this action. She has uh, the action she has taken, but stand by my reaction to what at the time appeared a serious neck injury. 
Uh, there were reports stating that Nash was still getting paid during his suspension, but that doesn't appear to be the case as per Kevin Nash himself. Now, what makes me feel bad mm. um, is Kevin Nash stood up for a younger member of the roster. Yeah. He's been criticised for not actually giving a shit about the, the workers and looking after himself. Mm. He looks after the workers and then he gets punished for it. Exactly. It makes him less inclined to do it next time. I know. I know. Although, you know, Nash and Hogan are, uh, you know, friends for a while. So, uh, have, have we got UFC uh, coverage coming up? Yeah, we have. Okay. What sort of point? Uh, uh, Lee Phil. Okay, Lee Phil. All right. Um, yeah, he, obviously, he's good friends with Hogan back from the WCW days. Um, for a while, they were both struggling for creative power in WCW and, um, you know, alternating on some stuff there. But. I think that the the main thing is at the end of the day they are friends when it's not you know a massive power struggle and if it's you know things that are laid out a little bit better in TNA hopefully they can get on and work together and maybe Kevin Nash will have a bit more stroke and some of this shit won't happen when he's trying to stand up for some of the younger guys I mean Nash again I mean hopefully this is what's going to happen with Hogan Nash always used to be one that would push himself over the expense of the old guy uh, over the younger guys um, but now you know he knows again his days are in wrestling are numbered and he's he's trying to push the young guys and he really you know cares about people like Sabin and Shelley and wants to see them do well yeah completely so, and uh, you know what the, the thing about this will be how Nash is going to react to Hogan being in TNA as well because that's the one guy who has history with Hogan yes amongst others yeah oh yeah yeah but exactly. it's going to be interesting yeah very interesting right you ready uh give me a sec okay there we go. Okay, here we go. Just calling our UFC correspondent uh, right now. Of course, UFC takes place live. Hello. Hello, is that Woody? Andy Evans, how are you? Hello, mate. <laughs> how you doing? Right, UFC <coughs> next weekend. Uh, we got the full preview to do. What's your, uh, what's your feelings on this one? Well, um, Manchester... Oh, I was a good card in Manchester, the, the, the British fighters, so yeah, I think it'll be a good show. Um, what I'll do is give my predictions if you have the card there in front of you. We yeah, do. We, we've got the main card, the uh, the top five matches. Yeah, well, if you want to start from uh, the bottom, okay, so, up, I'll give my predictions. Well, first of all, we've got the lightweight bout, Ross Pearson versus Aaron Riley. Okay, Ross Pearson was one of the winners of the Ultimate Fighter, was uh, Team UK versus USA. Yeah. Um, I fancy Ross on this one. He's he's an animal of a fighter, so I'm I'm gonna give it to Ross. I reckon uh, maybe a TKO in the second round or something like that. Okay. Sweet. So Ross Pearson. Uh, next up, we've got the welterweight bout: James Wilkes versus Matt Brown. James Wilkes, another guy that was another winner of the Ultimate Fighter UK versus USA. And um, he's fighting Matt Brown. Matt Brown is a vicious, vicious fighter, so I'm going to go against the British this one. I think Matt Brown's <laughs> going to knock him out in maybe the third round. Okay, awesome. Next up, middleweight bout. It is the Count, Michael Bisping, against Dennis Kang. This is a tough one to call. Michael Bisping's coming off a hard loss at UFC 100 against Dan Henderson. First mm. time getting knocked out. Um, I reckon his confidence is rattled. Dennis Kang is an excellent fighter, but hasn't shown it in the UFC yet. What's one to call? But I reckon Bisping will win this one on points. Okay, okay. That'll that be good next, to see. Yeah, it will be. Next up is welterweight Mike Swick versus Dan Hardy. This one could be match of the night, and nothing would please me better for Dan Hardy to get knocked out 
Not the fact that he's British, just the fact that he beat my favourite fighter, Marcus Davis, in the UFC 99. So I'm hoping for Mike Swick to knock him out in the first round. I reckon it's going to be a TKO if Mike Swick will win it in the first round, hopefully. Okay, sweet. And uh, then the, the main event of the card, uh, light heavyweight about Randy, the natural couture, versus Brandon Vera. Randy Couture and Brandon Vera. Um, Randy Couture is a great fighter. He's a legend, as you know, UFC Hall of Famer. I'd love to see him win this one, but I reckon Brandon Vera is going to pull out the win for the decision. Okay, sweet. And, of course, uh, all going down in the UK. Are you going to be at UFC? No, I'm not, Lee. I'm not going to be there this way. I, was, I had a free ticket and everything to go, but I, I left it too late. I have different friends made, so I'm not going to go over there. I know there's a couple of guys that uh, are in the, the TSC forum that are going over, and I reckon, I think one of the guys is first to win, but I know he's going to love it over there. So whoever does go and whoever's in the chat room that are going, I just, you're going to have a ball of a time, and please post a lot of pictures and news and stuff in the forums. Absolutely, Fantastic. yeah, definitely. Get as, as many reports as we can. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I wanted to touch on briefly. Sorry to to, to jump onto UFC 106 now, but of course, um, big news. We t we touched very lightly on it last week about Brock Lesnar's pulled out of his uh, his next championship fight. Have you got any more uh, details about that? Apparently, mystery illness and uh, uh, basically hasn't yeah, been well, able to train. This is looking a bit dodgy, you know. I know he was supposed to face Sean Carbon at 106, and he pulled out with swine flu, I believe, and then mm. he was supposed to fight him at 108 or 109. I'm not too sure which one. But he's after pulling out of that again. I heard the reason was herpes. How true that is, I don't know. That's Sable for <laughs> but, um, you. That's what I heard, yeah. Sable, <laughs> there you go, yeah. Playing <laughs> the WWE diva. <laughs> um, I don't know, this is looking a bit dodgy. He's after pulling out twice. I don't know if he's afraid of Sean Carwin. I don't know what the story is, but he looked confident at UFC 100 when he, break Frank, when he beat Frank Mir. Mm. He got cocky with the fans and stuff, so I don't know what the story is. Maybe he is genuinely sick, but pulling out of two events just there's something fishy going on there and I'm sure more news will come of that and time will tell fantastic right Woody we're going to call it there you're going to join us next week to do the full uh, UFC review definitely yeah and what I want you guys to do is actually is to throw your picks in the UFC forum and we'll make a little competition out of it to you who gets the most yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, stick your stick your pictures in the forums and uh, yeah, get some discussion going about this one because of course it's uh, UK based. It's a UK show, so and that's yeah, everyone definitely. in the chat room as well. Everyone get your predictions in, and we'll have a little competition. Hopefully, I'll get an old DVD up. Actually, I have a couple of copies of UFC 100. So whoever wins it, we'll have a little competition with a free UFC 100 DVD to give away. If that's cool with you guys. Yeah, us hosts, sweet. Uh, yeah. Can us hosts get into this? I want yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we can't win. Yeah. We can't win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check it out. Uh, Ministry Islam dot com uh, check the forums uh, register there if you're not already registered we've got the uh, MMA section uh, Woody yeah, is definitely. regularly posting over there so check yeah, that out awesome. that competition but guys one more thing before I let you go and sure. if you're looking for an MMA fix tonight there's a great event that was on last night at the Strike Horse yes. Theatre versus Rogers I believe they're showing on Bravo at 9 o'clock just after your show Oh, sweet. I watched it this morning. It's a great, great event, and I definitely advise everyone in the chat room and you guys to check it out at 9 o'clock on Bravo. Very definitely. good event. Very, very good event. Nice one. We'll have You're to get into on that. time then, yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Woody. Okay, guys, I'll chat to you next week. Take All it right. easy, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye. So that was uh, that was Woody, our UFC correspondent, and uh, yeah, great guy. Really uh, knows his stuff on the uh, on the old MMA there, oh, and God, yeah. you know we we struggle on the MMA as you guys know, uh, and we didn't want to be sort of pretenders to the throne or anything like that, and uh, you know 
uh, pretend we know everything about UFC. We struggled through it for a while, but you know, Woody's the man when it comes to uh, to UFC. So completely now, exactly. You're you're chomping at the bit here, aren't you? You want these the the, the streamies? Oh God, yeah, streamies, streamies, streamies. <laughs> right, okay. So far, right, we've got one, two, three, four, five. There's six awards. Okay. Yep. There will in total be seven. There will be. There will. Now the seventh award. Okay, I'll, I'll run this uh, through you guys first. We're going to have, uh, as we have touched on briefly uh, in, in previous shows, we're going to have Listener of the Year. We're going to be running this every year uh, at year end. Now, basically, um, I'm going to give you guys a week from now until next week's show to kind of prove yourselves as what for, for nomination for, for res, uh, wrestler of the year, listener of the year. <laughs> uh, we're going to be counting, you know, if you listen live, if you listen to the podcast, um, you know, emails that you send in, uh, phone calls, whether or not you phone live to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you don't want to discriminate against you people who listen on iTunes or, or get the podcast. Some people physically can't uh, get to, uh, to to listen live and only listen to our archive shows. Um, a forum activity, all that sort of stuff is is really going to come into Facebook it. wall posts. If you join the group, if you how regularly you you make comments on Facebook, that sort of stuff. Exactly, and we get to know you know you guys and, and how interactive you get with the show. So that's that's all good. Um, so listener of the year, you've got about a week to try and sort of put forward your cases and uh, be nominated for the final uh, final six uh, for, for, for to, to to actually go into the final poll for listener of the year. Uh, so you can have votes counted for you. So that is uh, that is award number seven. Mm-hmm. Right. For the as for the other six. Yeah. Here we go. The 2009 streamies for the Ministry of Slam. Right. First up, two specific show related uh, awards here. Um, first up, male interview of the year. Now uh, we've picked the top six male interviews in our opinion that we've done over the course of uh, of 2009. Of course, we debuted the show right at the beginning of January 2009 so we've gone pretty much a full year um, first up nominated Brett the Hitman Hart that was October the 11th about about a month ago we uh, we interviewed the Hitman and a uh, great interview went down really well yep. uh, Brutus Magnus is another one now this will be referring to the second interview we did with, uh, with Brutus uh, back on June the 7th around about the middle of the year um, great interview we did with uh, with Nick Aldis there. So check that one out. Mick Foley that goes back right back to January, very early days of the uh, the Ministry of Slam. That was like our second second or third week on air, I something like it was. that. It was, it yeah. was the week of the uh, the UK tour. Wasn't it was. It? it was our third week on air. Yeah, it was. Um, then we're going to skip forward to Michael Cole, June the fourteenth. Uh, again, I'm giving you the dates here so you can check out those shows, listen to the interviews again if you need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've got to ins- include something from the UK, Rockstar Spud, on oh. September the 13th of this year. That was a very entertaining interview with his uh, calling out of Austin Aries or something That's similar. That's one of my personal favourite interviews we've done this yeah, year. Yeah, I think it's so. Rockstar is awesome. It's good. And then uh, we're going to go back just a couple of weeks, Rob Van Dam on October the 25th. Yeah, so there are your six categories for the male interview of the year. Dude, what's your, what, out of those six, what's yours favourite? Uh, mine's got to be Brett. Just because it's Brett. Yeah, because it's Brett, yeah. I mean, and I just had so much fun doing it. Yeah, we waited, what, nearly six years to get Brett Hart on the show. And yeah. That was, oh, was awesome. Uh, next category, again, show-specific female interview of the year. Just want to mention before you go into that, of course, voting will be open uh, from tomorrow uh, 
on the Ministry of Slam forums. I've uh, created a new section over there. Uh, it's empty at the moment, but get onto the forums and you can vote for uh, who you want to win out of all these. Exactly. Right, the female interview of the year, the nominations are the Queen of Extreme, Francine, from May the 24th. Of course, we had a great interview with her. Um, not long, uh, heavily pregnant, not long before she gave birth. Yep. One of the last interviews she did. Uh, Deborah McMichael, formerly uh, the wife of Steve Austin from April the 19th. Uh, the very uh, sensuous and sexy Shelly Martinez, former WWE and TNA diva. Personally, one of my favourite interviews. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just because you did it on your own. Uh, June the 28th. Uh, Malia Hosaka, independent sensation on March the 1st. Molly Holly, Nora Greenwald on uh, July 5th. And that one you did on your own. That one I did, yes. And then Sarah Del Rey from June the 21st. Of course, she is the former Shimmer uh, world champion as well. Absolutely, it was a uh, it was a bit tight there. Whether or not we were going to have Sarah Del Rey or Missy Hyatt in there, so we flipped a coin in the end, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. So Sarah Del Rey is uh, is is in there. Missy Hyatt misses out, unfortunately, for this year. Um, then we move on the uh, non-show specific. These ones aren't related to our radio show, but general wrestling uh, wrestling awards here. Promotion of the year. Now we've uh, we've got the the six that we've we've included. Obviously, WWE is there, TNA is there, Ring of Honor is there. We also have Dragon Gate, we have Chikara, and we also have from the UK the FWA. FWA, the best UK wrestling promotion in the UK. <laughs> it's the best UK wrestling promotion in the UK today. I know what I mean. Yeah. We got a request. Get Sarita onto MOS. We'll try. Sarita, yeah, that's a thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll try. Why not? We'll, we do that. Try. we'll do that. Uh, next up, the highly controversial one. This wrestler of the year, of course. Mm. Uh, if this, if one of these guys wins, then he wins twice in the year-end awards. If you count the squared circle, uh, wrestler of the year, John Cena, Randy Orton, the game Triple H, the Radar Superstar Edge, uh, TNA World Champion, the Phenomenal AJ Styles, the Olympic Gold Medalist Kurt Angle, uh, the next big thing Matt Morgan. Uh, the who is the blueprint and desmond wolf of course we had to throw desmond wolf in there of course um we've named him as desmond wolf here but of course he's had a phenomenal year as nigel mcginnis back in uh, in ring of honor he's out for an injury for a while but a, a really strong year and uh representing the uk of course so why not stick desmond wolf in there yeah as well. definitely uh moving on to tag team of the year now this is uh, an interesting one tag team wrestling uh, has uh, been struggling over the past few years and um, we've started to see a little bit of resurgence now thanks in part to TNA WWE slowly starting to uh, you know increase their their use of tag teams uh, so the six nominees here are the British Invasion uh, of course Doug Williams and British Magnus the Motor City Machine Guns Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley Beer Money James Storm and uh, Robert mm. Roode uh, Jerry Show from WWE, of course, uh, Chris Jericho and The Big Show. Made a uh, great impact. Exactly. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> a team that's no longer together, The Miz and Morrison. Oh, they were awesome. They were very good together. And again, um, together for, for part of this year, so we've included them as well. And then uh, to round it out, of course, Legacy, Teddy DiBiase and Cody Rhodes. Great, some great tag teams there. Some really good ones. Uh, some new up-and-coming tag teams as well about time yeah uh then we have uh the diva slash knockout of the year uh this is maurice uh the glamazon beth phoenix tara awesome kong alicia flash odb hamada or velvet sky i had to throw velvet sky in there you had to <laughs> you had to how come they need two wwe knockouts divas um are they which 
Well, yeah, good point. There's uh, yeah, nobody can, can really in really, WWE. Can you class anyone else as a you know worthy of being diva or knockout of the year? No. no. Exactly. In all fairness. There you go. In all fairness. So there they are. There are the nominations uh, for the Streamies 2009. Streamies is great, isn't it? It's catchy, isn't it? We're going to have a little, like, Streamies slogan or something. Well, now you've done that, I'm going to take that as a a soundbite, and that's going to be the official sound. Oh, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Streamies 2009. Now, uh, voting will open as from tomorrow on the Ministry of Slam forums, and believe we're going to be you've probably got the best part of two months probably about six weeks all in all i guess yeah um we're going to be announcing the winners on uh our sunday the 20th of december show yes <laughs> we will do well what were you thinking no are you, sorry. Are, you, are, are you busy that day uh potentially really yeah oh okay but i'll be here anyway don't worry about it okay all right then. Well, either that or we can do it the following week after Christmas. Yeah, I might not actually be here. Okay, at all. <laughs> no. Right. Okay. Well, I'll do it at my end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't know about that. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. That's all right. If there's things more important, you've you've been bought by Vince McMahon, haven't you? I'm taking the streamies to WWE. Yeah. 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 No, better than the Slammies. Series. Well, yeah, they got. Are we gonna? And I'll tell you what. One thing we didn't uh, point out. We didn't say what happens to the winners. No, of we the didn't. streamies. Yes. Now, now, yeah, go on, go for it. No, go for it. All right then. Yeah, we were both talking at the same time. Yeah, we were. That's it good. happens a lot. Um, Andy has some act. No, I don't. Um, anyone who wins an award <laughs> will get a certificate and inducted into uh, the MOS Hall of Fame, including now, the Listener of the Year. Definitely, definitely. Now, some of the past winners we've asked in the chat room who some of the past Listener of the Years uh, were. We've, this is the first time we've done this for the Squared Circle, or, uh, uh, for, for the Ministry of Slam. And um, we only did it once, uh, one year, where we had Listener of the Year, didn't we? No, oh, twice. no, no, we did do it twice. We did do we it did twice. Do it twice. Yes, we did. Yeah. We had... Uh, Square. Well, the first, first year was Square, that's right, and then the second year was Willow. Yes. Yes. Of course, she won it. So we've had a male and a female so far as uh, Listeners of the Year of the Squared Circle. So now we're looking for a he-she. What? <laughs> oh dear. Um, hey, look! If, if Chris Jericho can get away with it, so can I. <laughs> Some of the yeah, interviews of the year that we've had before. I'm trying to think. Female interview of the year. We've had Tammy Sitch. Um, Tammy, uh, Tammy Sitch. Uh, Jericho was one of our interviews of the year. Joe Legend was yes, the interview of the year. He at one was. Point. We had um, Eddie Guerrero put in his uh, like just wrestler of the year Hall of yes, Fame. Yes, yes, yeah, he was wrestler of the year. I think that year. Cena won it one year. As wrestler of the year, yeah, yeah. Um, now the um, the chat room are asking if there are any more categories coming out, like MOS moment of the year, or yeah, I mean not at the moment, but if you've got any that you want to suggest, always email them in studio at ministryoflam dot com. Yeah, definitely, and definitely you can get those in, and uh, we will take those on board. Right, I think what we're going to do now is uh, have a final commercial break of the evening, and then we are going to come back, uh, take some of your calls. I think that'll be pretty cool. Take some of your calls, do some ask MOS as well. Um, anything you want to get to in the chat room or, or if you want to call up you can zero two zero eight one double four five seven three six or TSC Lee one on Skype and the lines will be open straight after the commercial break. Definitely.
This is the ROH World Champion, Mr. It, A-Double Series, and you're listening to the Ministry of Slam. Yeah. All of your WWE DVD needs, your one-stop source is silvervision.co.uk, the official supplier for the UK and Europe. All of the latest releases and the best prices with free post and packaging. Silvervision.co.uk is your only place to go. TNA Wrestling's biggest pay-per-view of the year, Bound for Glory, is now on DVD with more bonus material than ever before. Here we are in Chicago, Illinois. It's been a long time coming. It's a great night. TNA Bound for Glory is the most loaded DVD to date. Experience all the extras, the post-match interviews. I'm the world champion three years in a row. And take a special look behind the scenes at TNA's Bound for Glory commercial. TNA Home Video presents Bound for Glory. Available now on DVD. Where should you go to find out about the greatest theme parks and attractions on Earth? Orlando Attractions Magazine. Get the best information, photos, travel tips, tricks, and reviews from Orlando Attractions Magazine. Whether it's new, unique, big or small, or just one of your theme park favorites, we cover it all in Orlando Attractions Magazine. Each issue features Central Florida's thrills and excitement delivered directly to you. Check out a free preview and subscribe today at AttractionsMagazine.com. I need a domain name. You need a domain name? The boss needs one for the office softball team. Well, then he's going to want a website, email, photo sharing the works. So what are you going to do? Visit GoDaddy.com. Get everything you need fast for less than $1 a month. Candace, put your clothes back on. Restoring the balance of pro wrestling radio. The Ministry of Slam Radio Show. Welcome back to the Ministry of Slam, the UK's number one pro wrestling talk show. And uh, lines are open. 020-814-5736. And what have you forgotten to do? Ah, that will work. But there we go. Done. Okay. And uh, TSCD1 on Skype. You can call in and talk to us about anything. Talk about Hulk Hogan. Talk to us about uh, uh, me getting Candice pregnant. Anything, really. Hey, you want, what? What? Who, what? Hey. Did you just say... You getting Candice no, pregnant? No, that was nothing to do with me. Okay, I thought it was more Velvet Sky. Well, Velvet Sky got Candice pregnant. Yeah. Now I'd like to see that. Okay, top or bottom? Pick one. Top, middle, or bottom? Yeah, it is now. Top, middle, or bottom? Bottom. Okay, welcome to Ministry of Slam. Who's this? It's Spider. Okay, Hello, mate. Friends. How's it going? That sounds weird. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you now. Oh, it's all right. Cool. Sorted. <laughs> How's it going? It's going all right. I've, I've missed most of the show. I apologise. I heard a bit about... I, I got into the bit with the UFC, and it's like, ha, Brock Lesnar's got mono. That's yeah, he's um, a, a bit disappointing, actually. I mean, after 100, he was the he was the talk of the MMA world, of course, bringing some of the controversial style of pro wrestling into MMA and, you know, slagging people off and just... 
um, you know, being a bit of a preg, which is is good for MMA in my opinion. It gets some of the uh, you know quote unquote attitude into uh, mixed martial arts and UFC in particular. I was looking forward to seeing him in the octagon again, but I think we're going to have to wait a while. Ah, uh, Sable, Sable, she needs to get herself tested. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what she might have caught from Mark Marrow? You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you never know. Especially in those like shorts that he used to wear. It could be anything, really. Oh God! <laughs> Please no. Um, the streamies sound good. I have one gripe about the streamy nominations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, wrestler of the year. Yeah. Yeah. You've got Edge in there, right? Yes. And no offense to the guy, he's he's a really good wrestler, but. He's been injured for practically half the year, and it's it's shocking that you that you you put Edge in there and you've left guys like Jericho and CM Punk out. Well, again, uh, Jericho and, and Big Show, of course, have been you know tag team for a while now, so that's one of the main reasons we didn't put them in there. Jerry Show are in the tag team of the year. Um, CM Punk, yeah, I mean it, it was close. I mean maybe we can throw CM Punk in there as well. Yeah, why not? Yeah, let's. I'm, I'm going to write in there now. CM Punk. We'll include Punk in there. Um, again, Undertaker was another possibility, but with the amount of time he's in WWE, then out of WWE, there's just no point anymore. Same with HBK. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, am I allowed to plug what I asked you on? Um, yes, you are. Sorry, totally forgot about that. Yeah, go for it. That's cool. Right. All right, I'm going to vote with the streamers, like everyone should. <laughs> but um, for people who listen to DKR as well, um, I, I'm me myself is uh, I'm organising the DKR. Oh, I can't say it now. The DKR <laughs> end of year awards. Okay. And there is so many different categories. Um, I'm not trying to like to add back than yours because they're equal. Um, but the if you if people log on to the DKR forums, um, which is, is there a link on the MOS forums for DKR forums? Uh, well, you, you can get there going to... Um, from the main uh, page. Yeah, from their main page, dropkickradio.com. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, just click on the forums link, you can get in there, yeah. Yeah, um, the deadline for the end of... for the uh, Put your names down for the nominations is next Thursday. This Thursday coming. Okay. And then after that, um, you'll be able to vote proper. Sweet. So uh, Thursday the twelfth is the deadline for nominations, and then the categories will be set. So there we go. So yeah, vote for both the uh, the streamies and the Dropkick Radio end of year awards as well. Uh, so that's cool. Just want to finally get some of your thoughts on Hulk Hogan. What are your thoughts on uh, Hogan being in TNA? Oh, again, really? Yeah. You just oh man. Um, it has, I I really don't like it. I really <laughs> I don't think I don't I I honestly don't think he's going to appear on TNA TV until after Turning Point anyway. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not even till 2010. Exactly. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me because he I mean he's got the the tour of Australia coming up pretty soon actually. I mean it's this month, so you know it's mm-hmm. going to be a good few weeks. He's going to be involved with that. You know, getting over there, getting acclimatized, doing the promotion and all that sort of stuff, and then coming back to the US. So. Um, yeah, I reckon it's going to be at least December, if not into the new year, when we see him on screen again. Yeah, um, I do like the way they've um, pr- uh, promoted Turning Point now. I mean, for the matches and stuff. Yeah. I mean, the matches that they've got on for Turning Point look actually pretty decent, apart from the 
knockout six six per six woman knockout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Could probably do without that. But uh, I mean, I, I like the build of the AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, and uh, Samoa Joe match. How Joe's playing uh, Daniels and AJ off against each other. Uh, be interesting to see how that one comes out. And of course, uh, Angle and um, Desmond Wolf again in a straight match. They're going to be uh, they're going they had the street fight originally, but they're going to have a, a regular match at the pay per view. Yeah, um, I, I'm looking forward to the Machine Guns British Invasion match. Although I don't want to spoil it. I <laughs> no, I mean all, all will be revealed on uh, on Impact this week. Uh, so, so keep your eyes on that one. But again, yeah, it looks like they're they're starting to finally push the machine guns right up to main event level. They were floundering for a little while, but hopefully they're going to be up with the big boys now. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to Kong and Tar in the cage as well. Yeah, yeah, interesting having the um, a singles women's match in a cage. But yeah, uh, last couple of weeks, Awesome Kong's been going around. Uh, any women's match that's been going on, basically running straight into the ring and beating the shit out of everyone. And yeah. Uh, yeah, Tara stood up to her now, and yeah, they're having a cage match at the pay per view. That'd be good. But that that feud's been going for quite a while, actually, hasn't it? Been... It has pretty much. I mean, they they've teased it right from when uh, Victoria first came into TNA, but they've never really had the big blow off feud. They've they've been in the ring together, but that they haven't had the the one big blow off match. So mm-hmm. this will hopefully be it. Yeah, I've got a feeling Kong's going to go straight through the cage. So the cage's going to come apart. Like, do you remember um, Raven versus? Uh, Trevor Murdoch, what, uh, Jeffrey Holiday. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> flying through in the cage went off. I think that's what's going to happen with um, Kong. Kong. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, similar sort of thing to what they did with a. I remember Bobby Lashley flying straight through a cage at one point and uh, knocking a panel of a, either a cage or a Hell in a Cell straight through and knocking it on top of someone or something like that. But, yeah, nice little spot. So, yeah, hopefully that'll be good to see uh, Kong go through that, make it a bit more exciting. Yeah. What about the big match of the card, which is Scott Steiner against Bobby Lashley? <laughs> oh, Scott, Scott Steiner is awesome. Have you, if you've seen, have you seen the YouTube video, uh, Scott Steiner... I can't speak today. Uh, Scott Steiner versus the English language. It's epic. <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> no, you're in the chat room at the moment. If you can post it, post the YouTube link and uh, and get that in there. That would be cool. We'll broadcast it in the chat room so people can see what that's all about. Um, I'm just looking for it now, actually. Um... <laughs> no, that would be cool. If you can stick that in the chat room, anyone who's listening live can uh, mm. can see that. But certainly, if you're listening on the uh, on the podcast or the archive version, check it out on YouTube, Scott Steiner versus the English language. But yeah, I mean, uh, Steiner has got a very cult following over here in the UK. When we saw him at Wembley in January, we, you know, he got an absolutely massive eruption. Yeah. I think it's from the, you know, the old school WCW following. Um, it, just, just really good. I mean, everyone like gives him a lot of respect. I, I think this year has been a really good year for Scott Steiner. Hmm. He's coming to his own a bit. Yeah, because I mean, you had, there's a lot of people that thought, "Oh, he's old, he's past it." But then, for example, the um, that uh, Ladamat, the no, the Full Metal Mayhem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he did um, like uh, Frankenstein off the top rope everyone. and just Frankensteining and um, clothes like suplexing everyone. That's the yeah. video I've just posted in the link, in the chat room, by the way. There you go. Video should be in the chat room it's now. Broadcasting now. Awesome. And uh, I remember, you know, it was a good ten years ago. Uh, Steiner 
when he had his, or more than 10 years ago now, when he had his hair cut and bleached blonde and started using the Steiner recliner as a finisher because he, he literally, his back was bad and his knees were bad and he couldn't get up to do the Frankensteiner anymore. It's now over 10 years later and he's he's doing it again. So, you know, good on him for putting the effort in. thing is, he can't have long left, though. No, I think he realises that, though. So, I, I think it's funny that he thinks he's running in the main event mafia by himself. Yeah, that's it. He always does these promos with, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the main event mafia. Main event mafia is going to take over TNA. It's like, well, dude, you're the only member left. Um, he's talking about Hogan coming in and rejoining the main event mafia or, oh, or rejoining him um, and, and joining the main event mafia. So. Bring in Rick Steiner, that's what I say. <laughs> that would be cool. Although he's, did, he's huge now. Did you notice how many um, references there were to Ric Flair? Yes, you know that is something that really makes me think that he is going to be one of the guys that comes in. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he might be the last guy to face Jay Lethal in his Jay Lethal Invitational. Yeah, although he lost to Jim the Anvil Neidhart in the first one, so it doesn't bode well. Yeah, where does it go from there? Yeah, but <laughs> Ric Flair can put people over. True. True. I mean, he yeah. put Carlito over, didn't he? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Always putting everyone over in the last <laughs> last little while of uh, of WWE. So, anyway, uh, anyway, thanks very much for the call. We've got lots of other people calling in, but uh, yeah, thanks for calling. Check out the Dropkick Radio End of Year Awards at dropkickradio.com, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. No I'll worries, mate. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. That was Spanner, of course, in the chat room. And the lines are now open, 020-8144-5736, or Skype TSC Lee one Is that video up now? Yeah, it's playing at the moment. Okay. <laughs> it looks all crap. We've got two callers coming through. Okay, go for uh, it. Oh, I'm going to go top. I'm going to go top. There we go. Welcome Good to MOS. Evening, gents. It's the MOS Irish Connection. It is. <laughs> he, he's got it, he got it right for the first time ever. What do I normally say? Northern Ireland. Well, technically you were slightly off. You missed out Northern Irish, but we'll give we'll give you that one. We'll give oh, you that okay. one. All right, fair Hang enough. On, he normally says the Northern Ireland connection. I normally say <laughs> contingent, don't I? Something contingent, yeah. yeah. Sorry, we were trying to, we were trying to ring in earlier, guys, but there was a spanner in the works. <laughs> Jesus, how long did it take you to come up with that? Didn't take me long. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. So, how are you guys? Not too bad. Another day at work over and glad to be relaxing here. Sweet. <clears throat> Are you going to be checking yourself? out this, um, uh, this Strikeforce show that's going to be on at 9 o'clock? Mm, it, looks, it looks interesting. I may have to pop it on. Yeah, check out the first half hour, see what it's all about. It's on Bravo. <laughs> okay, is Andy in the singing mood this evening? It's X Factor's on, you see. I was going to say, we don't need another new intro theme, do we? Like Andy's going to sing it. No. See, Andy, Andy, are you secretly the go compare singing tenor guy? <laughs> I didn't <laughs> want to say anything. <laughs> it's my second job. Now, the guy on the TV's the tenor, Andy's the nine bob note. Oh, poor Andy. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you dear. son of a bitch. Yeah. I didn't deserve that. No, you didn't. I, I apologise. Well, we'll talk something wrestling related, guys. Yeah. Go on, then. Why not? That's we're a wrestling show after all. <laughs> um, I was must say enjoyed. Um, still can't bring myself to call him Desmond, so I'm going to call him Nigel. Enjoyed Nigel's promo on um, Impact there yesterday. It was yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, he have you noticed he does the thing now that Triple H does with like extending out the and extending out the ends of words. 
Yes. He's like, Kurt Angle, uh, next week uh, I'm going to get you. Uh. That would be the perfect. That's we find the third man of the triple set between Sting, Hogan. Put oh, Sting, brilliant. Hogan and McGinnis together. That would be good. That would be I really <coughs> enjoyed <coughs> Kurt Angle's <coughs> phone call. <coughs> And yeah, his, his post-production <laughs> phone call. Do you want, do you want some Cavania for that? <laughs> Injure his neck and he's got a really bad cough. Yeah, apparently that they're, they're, they're linked together now. I don't know. Yep. But I must say, I was laughing at um, Nigel's, Nigel's um, glasses, which had a life of their own as well. <laughs> yeah, and it was when he, he'd finished the promo, his music played, and he turned around to walk off, and he tried like putting them on about three times, and they kept like slipping off of his ear and moving around. <laughs> it was really good. Oh, oh professional Nigel, professional. Exactly, exactly. He needs your Raw, hot glasses. Raw was goddamn awful again. Yeah, it had so much potential. It really did. That at the beginning, with um, I mean, as I said earlier on, the that the crowd were really loud to begin with, and then we had a, a two-minute shot of Ozzy stood there looking like an idiot before the music faded out and he got to talk. And we got the trademark <laughs> Sharon. Yeah. Twice. That was so which, which was which was sadly so staged. It's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 But um, I didn't. I couldn't help but laugh at the way Sharon was playing up that she wanted Callie to be her next son-in-law. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Little and large, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Which I, one's and Ranch and, 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 and Singh talking about um, Masters Peck dance. Yeah. Rip yeah. Probably finds that mostly um, very mesmerising. Mesmerising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you know that has got to be Chris Master's gimmick now? I mean, I think my plan of you know different theme music every week, and he he does the pet thing to that. I think he's going to struggle to to get away from that gimmick now. It's just it's just the next stage. Haas had the gimmick of coming out as Austin as Piper as all you know so on and so forth. Now um, Masters has to come up with all themes from the past and do the pet dance to them. Pair of Chris Masters up with Santino Morella. <laughs> oh, that would be great. That would work. <laughs> I could I just, Santino's would be going down around doing the trumpet and then Masters can do his peck dance. Oh no. <laughs> Please. It's comedy no. gold. He's wrong. Oh dear. Uh, we're, meant to, we're meant to be talking about making the wrestling business better, not worse. <laughs> well at the moment it's so bad, you know, you've just gotta get uh, run with what you're given, really. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because uh, Monday Night Raw was used to be something that you would dare not miss and now it's a case of do, do, do dare I, I watch care? it? Yeah. Well that's you it, know, it's I, like Check www.com, see what happened, and then maybe I'll download it if it was any good. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I'm... I mean, I downloaded it this week. I didn't watch it live. Um, just, just so I could see how the Ozzy Osbourne thing came across on TV. And, and after about five minutes, you turned it off. Yeah. Or yeah. skimmed through it. Yeah. <sighs> oh, something we didn't touch on was um, Lance Hoyt debuting in ECW. Hoyt! 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 That's a sound effect again. There we go. Um, uh, I haven't but seen I must, it. I must no, say, talking about what, Lance what, Hoyt. What, what we've done? We've talked about Lance Hoyt. We're going hoyt, 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 hoyt. <laughs> hoyt, 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 hoyt. What's happening? <laughs> okay, okay. Calm down, calm down. Hoyt. Sound effect um, of the year. New, new category in the streamies. Hoyt, hoyt. I must, I must say, um, with the UK tour coming up, as the first year I find myself. Very happy that me and Vinter are actually going to the SmackDown live event than yeah, the Raw live may, event. I need to break stuff to them. Oh, yes. I may need to break that. Yeah, break it down. I, I have to. So, sorry, um, sorry to break this so suddenly live to everybody. On live on air. Okay. Um, but sadly, to everybody in the chat room, we won't be here next week. Go! 
because Why? of the live event in Belfast. So you're picking WWE over the ministry? MOS, our, uh, oh, Vince is stealing right. your ideas and now he's stealing your listeners. <laughs> that, that's bad. Uh, do you know, uh, it might be an ideal opportunity for me just to include here. If you are anywhere during uh, the Ministry of Slam broadcast, Ministry of Slam now available to listen to via iPhone. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if either Sa- of you have an iPhone. Sadly, not yet. I'm hopefully oh. getting one in the coming weeks, though. Right. Okay. That, right. Remember, mm. listener of the year, Axe, Price, and Vinto. Okay. Because they're not supportive. Exactly. Yeah. That's okay. crap. Aww. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go cry in the corner now. We're not. Lo- we're not loved. <laughs> I say your nominations are gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no, it's well, all good. It's all good. Let us know um, how it goes. Anyway, I mean, if you if you're going to be there during, like, physically during when the show's on, text us some results or or, or whatever's going oh, yeah, on. Sure. The show. We'll, we'll, we'll do our best to try and phone in, even you know. Right yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, you know, it's it's normally between eight thirty and nine o'clock. So yeah, if, if there's something cool going on, or you know, if if you've got some radio gold ready to come our way, then definitely. If you got breaking, Finley. Breaking news. <laughs> What? Ray, Ray Mysterio is gay. gay, he said. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right, let's go so we can let voices and us from three. Oh, yes. We'll do our bit for Listener of the Year, even though that doesn't count anymore. I fucking voices. <laughs> voices the big suck up. Have you seen his name in the chat room? Yeah, I've seen his name. What, what's he done now? Uh, Zach has put, what's his name? Voices, voices. Yeah, Lee and crap. Andy are amazing, or something. No, he's into the crap now. Oh, <laughs> Lee and Andy are amazing, I, yeah. I, I, okay. Definitely have words with them, Mandy, but we'll let you add it. We'll let you go. Okay, guys. Thanks for calling. Uh, enjoy SmackDown next week, and uh, hopefully we'll still hear from you. Not a problem. Cheers, guys. Speak to you later. See you Take later. Care. Bye. Bye. Okay, we've got an unknown caller coming through. Why not? Hello. Welcome to the Ministry of Slam. Hello. Who's this? Ben. Hello, Ben. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. How are you both doing? Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, not bad. Bit of a quiet week. Uh... News-wise and wrestling-wise, but um, uh, how are you doing? What, what have you got to talk about? Um, that um, I thought has gone to TNA. Pretty happy. Yeah. At least thank God he won legend. At least I can actually work apart from Hogan, which is something to say. But at least that, and I like in um, the whole um, Jerry Fall doing the gauntlet thing. People like from Legends could come in. Which we're going to more likely now see Ric Flair because he said he, he mentioned his name and he mentioned Hogan's name, so you never know. Those two guys have appeared and be awesome. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'd like to see. Uh, um, I mean, he's not really a, a huge spoiler. It's been everywhere uh, over the past few days, but um, next week on Impact as part of this Superstar Legend Challenge, um, Jay Lethal faces Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Presumably, over the next few weeks, we're going to see Jay Lethal challenge other people, or other people come forward from uh, WWE and WCW past and, uh, and challenge Lethal. Hopefully, to culminate in Flair or possibly Hogan. Um, a, a match between those guys, and um, you know, it'd be interesting to see how it pans out. Yeah, it it could either hurt him or it could help him. In some yeah. Case. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, I, I'm getting the, the the point. You know, if Hogan comes in against Jay Lethal and and Hogan gets the um, 
uh, the, the pinfall over Jay Lethal. People are going to be outcry and, you know, Jay Lethal's more talented and he needs the push and all that. But at the end of the day, it's dragging Jay Lethal up to the top of the card. He's involved in a match with Hulk Hogan. It gets his name out there. So it, it's not necessarily a bad thing. He's not going to be hurt by a loss. Yeah, because he has lost a lot. Oh. What happened there? Don't know. The thing just cut out. We've lost Ben. Oh, okay. Sorry about that, Ben. Don't quite oh. know what happened there. I was there. talking about Hulk Hogan and Jay Lethal then. I oh, know, I'm sorry. Gutted. Okay, well, if, uh, if Ben can call back and uh, you know carry on the conversation, that'll be cool. Yeah, I don't but, quite know uh, what happened there, but the whole thing I just... mean, uh, as it stands at the moment, lines are open. Uh, 020-814-5736 or uh, TSC Lee 1 on Skype free call. And uh, yeah, definitely. Um, lines still open. Of course, um, something else we wanted to touch on uh, this week is uh, our Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Every we, we mentioned it briefly when we were talking about the Streamies, the end of year awards. Anyone who wins a Streamie gets into the Hall of Fame. And building a new website at the moment for Ministry of Slam, which will debut uh, our first anniversary show, which is going to be the first week of January. And um, yeah, we're going to have a Hall of Fame section on the website and uh, feature pictures and, and things like that. So yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. I've seen a quick preview of it. It looks awesome. Yeah. It's, it's going really pretty nice well at the website. moment. Still got six weeks to do it. Yes, <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be cool. Okay, we got another call coming through. Okay, go for it now. Good evening. Welcome to the ministry. Really? <laughs> Is that Sharon Osborne? <laughs> oh yes, uh, Ozzy Osborne looks fucking stoned. I yeah. really doubt he knew where he was. Exactly. Do, do you agree with me? That first, you know, couple of minutes of Raw where the music was playing, they kept panning around the arena, and Ozzy was just sat there with his mouth open, like you, you were just praying for vegetable. the music to stop so he could start talking. He looked like a vegetable. <laughs> well, he pretty much is. Yeah, it could be. And Chris Masters, Peg Dance, whatever. I agree with Kali. It's oddly hypnotic and mesmerizing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> no but you're right though it is and it's it's a new gimmick waiting to happen Smackdown vs Raw 2010 storyline creator uh, you've got to do something with Chris Masters pecs oh don't <laughs> oh jeez Christ no What's oh my god oh my god ah, that's just wrong uh, I'm just getting the image out of my head right now. Yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, probably best. Not good. Don, okay, Hogan, TNA, Lethal. We, uh, I actually don't care if Hogan goes over Lethal, because most of the fans understand that Hogan will go over almost anyone. I mean, it can't hurt you. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, everyone, like I say, I was, I was saying to Ben before Ben um, Ben's call dropped out that we, you know, it would be... Everyone's going to be out crying, saying, "Oh, Hogan beat Lethal and he's gone over, and it's a young guy, and Hogan steamrolling over everyone and not putting over anyone." But at the end of the day, it will drag Jay Lethal up. Can he be any worse where he is now? He's right at the bottom of the card. I can't remember the last time he won a match. Nope. He's yeah. been. I don't know if he's done anything to upset management backstage, or I don't know. Doubt. What I'm really glad uh, one person who will appear on Impact next week, and it's not the Jim Danville uh, Nightheart. Oh, I know what it, you're going to say. Yes. Sh- should we and spoil it or not? Oh, I, I don't know. I it. think it's not a spoiler, because I mean, he's rumored to be. I mean, Davin will be back next week. Yeah. And as, as, as much as I read it, I understand he's again, has a short-term deal. And I 
I love it. See, that that sucks. I mean, I love Raven. He was great when he came in for his first little short-term thing earlier in the year, uh, Slammiversary sort of time. And and I remember we were saying that it would be he's the sort of person you need in TNA. He's got that great creative mind. He's a great worker. Even though he's getting on in years, he can still do uh, good matches and, and he creates interest. Uh, he's going to be back involved with the uh, Abyss and Dr. Steve Yangle again, right back in there where he left off. Um, but I think keep him in there for a long period of time. Yeah, I, maybe they will. I don't know. But one thing about what I really love about Raven is is his in ring psychology. Mm, definitely. I, I mean, I I listened to his uh, uh, Secrets of the Ring with Raven interview. There was five volume discs or something. And he talks in depth about how he developed his own in-ring psychology, and it's it's really interesting how how the smallest things matter uh, to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's been likened to this generation's Jake the Snake Roberts, which I think is is very true because Jake again was was very very cerebral in the ring. I mean, you, Triple H has been called the cerebral assassin, but in nowhere near the level of no. uh, Jake Roberts and Raven. They really know what they're doing in the ring. They know how to totally change the mood of the crowd just by a look, yeah. uh, where the way they're carrying themselves in the ring, ring positioning, when they do a move rather than how they do it. All that sort of stuff comes into comes into play. But Raven is an absolute master at it. See, Raven's one and of those guys that should seriously be on a booking committee. Oh yeah, definitely. And if yeah. you only get rid of he, Russo, he should train new uh, new guys too. Oh god, yeah. I mean, and I mean, wh- one thing that really stuck out to me from that interview was uh, he said that uh, it doesn't, it do- you don't have to have like two hundred cool moves. Have five, but perfect them to perfection so that everyone knows when you go for the drop toe hold. What does that mean? when you uh, set up a chair in the middle of the thing, what does that mean? Yeah. You must perfect them. I mean, that's another thing at the moment in wrestling. So few people have finishing moves that are recognisable. <clears throat> like back in the, the 80s and 90s, See, everyone no. had their finishing move. There was the Stone Cold Stunner, there was the Rock Bottom, there was the Sharpshooter, the Sweet Chin Music. A lot of the new guys that come in now, they have you know, moves maybe that they use, but if you ask the layperson on the street, you know, what's Seamus's finishing move? They're not going to know. Or, you know, what's uh, Chavo Guerrero's finishing move? No one no one knows exactly. Perhaps but because they are jobbers. Even in that era, nobody knew about what were uh, undercards guys' finishers. They knew top guys. I yeah. mean, Stone Cold, Bret Hart, they are finishers. And if you ask now what Triple H... Most people will know it's pedigree. What's seen, most people will know it's a few attitude adjustment or whatever. Mm. See, the thing with, with that also is the finishes don't look like finishes anymore. No. I mean, The Rock took an yeah. elbow drop and turned it into something awesome. What's mm. the most lethal finishing move you can see out there at the moment? RKO, maybe? Seriously, that's it. Mm. the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, yeah, same, same sort of um, severity there. But I mean, the the point I was trying to get across there is Raven, um, as you said, he probably does a quarter of the moves that someone like an AJ Styles would do. But he does them with such precision, and he does them at the right time in the match when they will have the most impact. Yeah. And when even when Raven, you know, grabs someone, grabs their head, you know he's going for that even flow DVT, yeah. and you know it's coming. Um, yeah. And you, because he builds it up to that properly, you don't have these moves coming out of absolutely nowhere that don't make any sense. Definitely. 
Uh, anyways, I'm not. I'm also might not be here next week. I I hope I'm gonna uh, make to the end of the show because I'm going to see Marilyn Manson. Are you? Okay, fair yeah. enough. God, th- th- there's going to be no one here next week. <laughs> another one to scrap from listener of the year. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. No, we we won't discriminate. You can't um you can't stop Marilyn Manson, can you? You know, we'll we'll, we'll concede that one. Okay. I, I do have a problem with people going to see Vince's product rather than listen to MOS, but when it's Marilyn Manson, you, you've got to make allowances. Oh, we've just had uh, Chris has just put a post in the chat room, actually. Sorry, Azzy. Former WWE ring announcer Lillian Garcia. Um, oh, bugger off. Uh, <laughs> wrote on her official Twitter page that she was assaulted. She posted, oh my god, I just had a punk kid try and steal my phone. Luckily, I held on tightly and he didn't get it out. He didn't get it, but not before he threw me to the ground. Okay, was yeah. indeed assault. Filed report. Apparently, there has been a few doing this. Two have been caught so far. I'm okay. Hold on to your iPhones. <laughs> she can listen to Industry Slam. Uh, took Officer <laughs> back to scene of the crime, and lo and behold, there was a camera mounted right above. Cops going oh, to look at it. Oh, that's that application okay, work nice, but touch What's that? Sorry? It, does that application work nice, but touch too? I mean, uh, yeah, it should do. Should do. It's oh, um, no. th- there's if, if you go Wi-Fi to the forums, there's a there's a link to it, um, and you can download the app, and uh, yeah, should should be able to uh, listen to any shoutcast streaming radio station, which we are yes. on the iPhone or iPod Touch. Great, and one last thing about Jericho and his facial source. Oh he yes, yeah. plays it, he really plays it down. But I read that guy uh, whom he said that to didn't seem too happy about that. And no, basically, some comedian said the guy. Like, oh, yeah, some comedian guy. He said um, he called him a fag or something like that. And then there were other racial Sand slurs. And, yeah, yeah. There, there was a few things that he said. I've, I'm struggling to find an exact script of of what he said. Obviously, a lot of websites won't publish it because it's it's too controversial for them. But um, yeah, it's got, caused a lot of problems. And I mean, won't that affect uh, him in WWE? Probably not. I mean, do do you remember when he... um, I mean, we we made a big thing about it on this show where there was that YouTube footage of him punching this female fan. Absolutely nothing different case. That female fan sort of asked for it at that point. But this... I mean, we have Linda McMahon running for Senate and everybody who's not lazy talks about how they used racial slurs, how they were homophobic, necrophilia, blah, blah, blah. And now you have one of your top-tier guys going out and making homophobic and racial slurs at the same time yeah you yeah. see where you're coming from you see Vince won't do anything to him though because he's one of the biggest stars and he's pretty much going to be holding the Survivor Series main event together so yeah. without Jericho it's only going to be the Undertaker and the Big Slow yeah. but he has so. already showed that he can uh, for for drugs he can a little bit suspend big stars like Mysterio and Hardy when they were really having push so I don't know e- even if they don't uh, like suspend more than anything but he will have a couple of he will get buried a little bit I think yeah yeah, uh, yeah well it'd be interesting to see what happens yeah yep. yeah I, I, I don't know I'm not sure on that one uh, especially seeing as he's um, he's right up there with Big Show but yeah we'll we'll see what happens on that one I'm sure we'll by next week we'll know um, like after Raw this week as well we'll have some kind of uh, some kind of procedure on that and, and know what's going to happen alright I'm out brother <laughs> <laughs> that's another sound effect it is it is awesome see you next week mate
He's gone. He's gone. Right. Okay. That's it. We're going to close the phone lines now, down now because we want to see. Uh, we want to check out this Strike Force show, oh, which yeah. is on Bravo. Um, it looks like that's going to be pretty cool. So I think we're going to check that out. What have we got coming up next week on uh, Ministry of Snow? Because we've got pay per view next week. We've got the UFC uh, 105 review. Yep, we do. Of we course. Do. We've also got a preview for TNA Turning Point. Is that next weekend? That's next weekend. Jesus, I didn't think it was next weekend. So, yeah. Um, and, and so far, as, as you were saying there, it looks like it's going to be quite a good card. Lots of stuff happening. Um, well, we got the uh, the video running in the chat room at the moment. Uh, quick, we'll go for it one more time. Okay, yeah, go for it. we got Joe versus Styles versus Daniels for the title. Uh, which is going to be uh, an intriguing three-way championship. Desmond Wolf versus Kurt Angle. Yeah, going to be awesome. Desmond highlighting a, a pay-per-view. Steiner versus Lashley. Yeah, which will be another good one as well. Uh, the Motor City Machine Guns against British Invasion. Yeah. All oh, right. For okay. The uh, Tag Team Championship. Okay. Homicide versus Amazing Red for the X Division Championship. Yeah. Uh, the beautiful people, uh, Sarita, uh, Taylor Wilde, and ODB. Okay. Awesome Kong against Tara in the Six Signs of Steel. Yep. And that's it. And Goes that's down live so on pay per view. Okay. Check that. And we're going to be uh, doing a full preview of that next week, along with some discussion about uh, UFC with Woody. And again, what's going to happen over the next week in wrestling? It's all up in the air at the moment. Who knows? Maybe we'll find a bit more on about uh, TNA. It's still no real confirmed information about what Hogan's going to be doing at TNA. But we will see. Um, Check the forums as from tomorrow, which is uh, Monday the 9th of uh, November. Should have the voting up for the Streamies 2009 Ministry of Slam Year End Awards on the forums. Uh, check those out. Voting will be available on there. Yeah, definitely. So that's it for us. We're signing out. Why are you so Access as well. Right? Access as well. Yeah, 6.30 of course. Yes. Uh, half an hour before Ministry of Slam. Check it out on the Ministry of Slam stream. I'm not quite sure what we're covering yet, but we've got a lot of stuff still to look at. Exactly. And also, just want to uh, mention again something else we totally forgot to, to touch on again. Voodoo Vegas, the uh, the guys who uh, do our uh, intro theme, our brand new intro theme, so unkind. You can hear it in the background right now. Uh, they released their new video um, on. Oh, on yeah. um, it's the Dorset Rock Forum. Um, Drive and film, or are you checking? I'm checking, I'm checking. Um, yes, anyway, it's gonna be a great one. Also, don't forget Dr. Who next week. Yeah, a bit of non wrestling related. Yeah, a bit of 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 a it's going to be good. These guys are great. If you can get a chance, go to the website, uh, which is www.vegas.com. Uh, sorry. They are on there as well. Yes, no. Anyway, we're babbling, so uh, we're going to go. We'll see you next week. See you later.